Hi, welcome to your neighborhood pharmacy. Hi, I've got a prescription for diabetes test strips. How much is the copay? Well, it depends on your type of commercial insurance and factoring in your yearly spend, subtracting the deductibles, also depending on your monthly Ugh, allowance. Why can't there be a better option? Or you could try Contour Next test strips. A 35 counts only $19.99 over the counter and proven to be highly accurate. Go to contournext.com slash radio to see if over-the-counter strips are a more affordable option for you. Hmm, I think I'll try Contour Next. Konnichiwa! Minasan! Konnichi, motherfucking wa! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Talk to Keiki. Uh, we are doing this on a Monday because we were busy Thursday. Yes. Well, we I were was, watching shit. I was busy what? Thursday. I was busy at a club on a Thursday. And I was busy with what we're going to close with later. <laughs> Uh-huh. It's it's a hush hush. It's a secret unless you read the fucking title. <laughs> unless you know how to read. Right. Do they, I wonder if the title shows up when we stream or not. Well, uh, anyway, anyway, I am Matt as always, and to join me as always, my co-high Ethan. What's up? What's up? We're trying to comment so I can get everybody on this bitch at every one. Will it work? Uh, everyone, I have to. I think I have to like share. Like it, like it, like it never pops up. It never does. So I don't know. I, I well, I shared it on my actual Facebook. I uh, shared it to my friends. Okay, there we go. At everyone, there we go. Oh, you did. All, All right, right. Go, 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 go. Bang! Let's go, bitch. Let's go, bitch. Let's go, ho. Yep. I'm gonna get some viewers on this bitch. Let's go. We are um, good. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, what are we talking about? Oh yeah, uh, we were busy Thursday. Uh, yeah. I was watching something that we are going to close with, and you're yeah. out clubbing. Yes, and I watched what we are closing with the next day on Friday. Yeah, we are doing that. Uh, we have an update from our little argument from last week. Oh yeah, how did that go, Matt? Oh, uh, we both fucked up. <laughs> did we? I don't know. You, I, I think the problem we was definitely we, fucked up. Yeah, I, I, the problem was we both thought two things happened in episode four. Because I was still talking about episode four, you kind of jumped ahead. Yeah, I jumped ahead, but then you were like, "This happened in episode five. and I was like, yeah. "No, you you no. got one finger on, I got one finger on. We just fucked up, so we're good. We're our bad people. Go men aside, go men, go, go men. men. But we got, it's only one episode this week, so we'll be fine. <laughs> yes, we'll be fine. Uh, yes, but I know the fans have made a bitch like, "What the fuck are these two are talking about?" <laughs> Hey, you see what I did? We got 15 fucking streams in this bitch. All right. Don't need to bomb me, motherfuckers. That means welcome. And we just lost four people when I started talking Japanese. Fuck you. <laughs> like, who's this fucking weed? Fuck you. <laughs> All yeah, right. We lost three more because I said fuck them. <laughs> Watching like, the numbers just dwindle no, they're, down. They're, no, they're like, who the fuck is tagging us? Oh, they, goodbye. These two fucking dweebs. Alrighty, uh, let's let's get. And let's we're back up for twelve. This. Let's go. It's like fucking. Like, are we done? Nope. Are you gonna come? Nope. Are you almost there? Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to some news before we continue on. Yeah. Uh, we got some adaptations. Uh, sweet reincarnation. Oh, sweet it is. Uh, I'm. All, I'm not gonna read a synopsis. <laughs> go right. ahead. No, I, I will do it. Okay. Uh, a promising. Pat's Isir meets what? his demise and leaves the world without ever having achieved his dream of making the world's greatest pastry. Oh, but when he is given another chance, he reincarnates as nine-year-old pastry Mil Morten. 
determined to be successful this second time. His life would not be as sweet as his treats, though as he encounters unfamiliar hardships in the magical world. To get one step closer to his lifelong desire, Pastry must learn how to fight, utilizing his confectionery knowledge and discover magic along the way. Meh, okay, we're not going to watch what, what recipe is this? I'm not watching that shit. You can, we're you, not. We're not. Uh, I'm, I'm probably good. Um, this baseball anime, Mixed Messy Story, gets a second season. Oh, nice. Uh, last first season aired 2019. So uh, there you go, guys. I thought I should have answered the fucking thing like this. Konnichiwa <laughs> in my fucking... Uh... And, we're, and we're down the four. I know, right? Who's the guy from uh, from Skeleton Knight? What's his name? Ark? Ark. There he goes. My Ark cosplay. There you go. <laughs> oh, I love Ark. He was such a badass. <laughs> uh, also, for the fans of Tower of God, we're getting to season two. As long as you're not fans of Ro- uh, Rochelle, that is. Uh, Rahel. Rahel, yeah. Rahel. That, that Rahel. Rahel. She is hell, for real. Oh, God. But it looks like we're going to be focused on new characters, judging by the poster. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. I love season one. Yeah, I love season one too. I gave it a four out of five. Yeah, I think it's around there. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Next page. Next mensaje. Yes. Uh, Ranking of Kings is getting a special episode next year. Did they also say that they're going to get a, like another announcement or is it just like a over? I don't know for right now. Mm. But that's all we got as of right now. Oh, I thought know. it was season two. I was like, oh, I'm excited. Season two. Like, no, it's a special episode. Right? Like, ah, oh, yeah, fucker. It's better than nothing. I know it is. I wonder what we're going to do. I just hope it's not a recap. <laughs> that would be, I would be pissed. Um, let's see. Delicious in Dungeon is going to TV anime. Delicious in a Dungeon? Delicious in Dungeon or Dungeon Meshi. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's an etchy. We'll find out when it comes out. That makes sense. Unfortunate news. Huh? Uh, actor huh? Kiyoshi Kobayashi has passed away. He was yeah. uh, Daisuke Jigen from Lupin the Third. Yes. Uh, yeah, he, it was announced on August 8th, but he actually passed away July 30th. I mean... Yeah, they, 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 they can just private. That's not uncommon. Yeah, I know, common. yeah. No, he was he was eighty nine. Well, he lived a uh, no, yeah, great career. Life. I love this stuff. I love this Vegas Jigen. He lived a hell of a life, partner. Oh yeah, I'm gonna lock uh, up my front door. My friends just left really quick. Go ahead, right, cool, cool. But yeah, uh, condolences to his friends, family, loved ones, coworkers. Indeed, may Indeed. he rest in peace. I don't know how to say rest in peace in Japanese, but yes, yeah. rip, rip, R.I.P. Uh, anime project of Danjo no Yujo wa Suru. Jesus. Or Iya Shinai. Can a boy and girl friendship hold up? No. Oh, I see that one. I saw that one. I was like, what's with this? Time? No, you sounded like, sound like Iyo Shirai. You said, I thought you said Iyo Shirai. Ishi. 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 But, oh, goddamn. Uh, Long title, god damn it, stop it. Whatever, but it, uh, we'll, we'll, will we watch it? Probably. No, no, for sure. Like, can't, I mean, hey, that sounds right up our alley. It know? does sound right up our alley. Uh, 
Only my I'm now your sister is gonna have a TV anime Winter twenty three. Mm. Uh, it look she well, she's a kid, so it's don't expect an entry. There's a calm down, calm. Mm, like chub? Nope, no chub. Nope, stop. <laughs> no chub. Uh, oh yeah. Um, what you call it? Psychopath? This has a tenth anniversary with a new movie. Mm. I didn't watch Psychopath, so mm, neither. Good for you guys. But uh, hey, a fucking show that's named Psychopath. Bro, speaking Psych- of psychopath, speaking of psycho, I saw some fucking like the plot to a hentai. Yeah. Oh my lord. I talk oh, about a uh, metamorph something like that. Yes, dude. Stop. Stop. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know. So I. I didn't even look. Thank God I didn't read it. I just read like the plot. I read the entire plot, and I was like, "When does it get better?" It doesn't. No. No. It doesn't. No. It, I literally was so depressed. I literally went online and like looked at multiple hentai to make myself feel better before I went to bed because I read that before I went to bed. <laughs> Literally, I was like, I need something. Give me fucking boy crush falls on fucking female vagina. Give me uh, something. I don't want to read about yes. horrible shit from metamorphosis. Anyway. Anyway, uh, Hayaku, uh, you're not getting a season five, but you're getting a two-part movie, and that's how they're going to end it. That's not a bad way to go out. No. Unless you're no, fucking no. Marte. Me, I don't want it. Me, me, me. No, no. I, I, it's probably just better it? that way. It's our podcast. Whoever said this, I don't know who we are. Because I can't see it. It's just his face. What is video. this? What is our life? Nani kore. That means what? It, what is this in Japanese? What it, what it is? What is it? What is it this? What is it this? Yes. <laughs> what is it this? Yes. <laughs> it is not good English like you, apparently. It's all right. <laughs> but, but welcome. Ah, Alright, next adaptation. The magical revolution of the reincarnated princess and the genius young lady. Are we down to one person? Yeah. Uh, well, goodbye. Fuck him. Fuck him. Uh, but yeah, that's getting uh, one more. Skate, uh, Skate the Affinity is getting a second season and an OVA. Mm. Ah, oh, we forgot, we forgot one more news. What it's in the title. Bleach. Oh, a thousand year war. It's oh, a Disney God. Plus exclusive in Japan. So, unless you have a VPN, you're going to have to pirate that ship. Yo, seriously, dude. That fucking annoyed me. <laughs> I was so sad. I was like, to do what? <laughs> to sit there. Like, goddamn. Come on. Crunchyroll, it's a bigger audience, but the Disney in Japan is like, ah, fuck you. It's ridiculous. I'm, you know, I'm with Sean from our group. Yeah. How Disney just doesn't—they don't put respect on the fucking uh, on the on anime's name, but they, they, you know, they're gonna make a profit off of it for sure. You know. Yeah, but but like, what the shit, man? You know how I'll feel better about this if they give me a fucking bleach ride somewhere. They fucking better. They fucking better. A bleach ride. Imagine y'all. Imagine us. Imagine a summertime rendering ride. Oh god, that'd be just a mindfuck. Dude, Universal should have definitely bought the rights to that, so they could have put that in like, uh, what's it called, Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, oh god, no, people will be leaving that. (laughs) Dude, can you imagine? Holy shit! Do they do Halloween Horror Nights in Japan? I wasn't there during Halloween, so. I wonder. Well, do they believe in Halloween? They should. I don't know. Ah, fuck. But well, anyway, let's <laughs> move on. We got re- we got reviews. We do. 
I'm over here just. Hold on, we gotta watch summertime rendering. Disney is legit in anime right now. They just haven't came stateside yet, but soon it's probably Sean because Sean is a huge, uh, huge summertime buff. Or it could be Angel. Well, it, it's great. It, it deserves to be seen worldwide instead. Of just... It does indeed. And then you I, can watch I, honestly, it, and I then you can talk about it. I would watch it. It's just I want to wait for it to come on Disney side. You know, like I just don't. If we, what if we don't get it? <laughs> if we don't, I mean, if we don't get it, then I'm for sure I will definitely pirate it. But you didn't hear that from me. Yeah, a podcast about anime. Hey, someone responded. Yes, that's right. It's not just a podcast about anime. We do make a lot of wrestling jokes. We make a lot of like you know snide comments that are. Definitely inappropriate, and we get you fired elsewhere because you know yeah. that's how we are. We're not we're not paid, not at all. It's like you know, we were well. Matt's not wearing a wrestling shirt this week, but I basically always wear a wrestling shirt at this yeah. stage. It's whatever shirt I had worn previously that I was like, ah, oh, let me just wear this again. You know, right? Anyway, all right. But you got we you got reviews. Oh yeah, I'm in the middle of a fucking video. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Stop your fucking video. <laughs> I can't. It's it's an ad for a game. I'm trying to get coins. <laughs> You can't get coins on the side. Three, two, one. All right, I can X out. All right, I got one more video, and I got two more videos. All right, I can just start off. I think I have a general idea what it is. Oh, no, I have my... Do I have my list? No, I don't have the Google list here. How do you get a Google list on here? Google list. Do you want me to go? No, hold on. I'm going to do it. Uh, Google shop. You got it. You got it. Google Notes. Yeah, let's do Google Notes. Google Notes. Live Googling, y'all. Sign in Google accounts. There we go. Sign in the Google accounts. Although I'm already signed in, probably. There we go. Dark theme. Yeah, turn it on. Hell yeah. Let's see darkness. Hell yeah. Hello, darkness, my old friend. It's nice to see. I don't have any notes. I thought I had notes. You what didn't do we write, have? You Google didn't, you, you didn't write Google, your notes? We have Google Docs. Is that what we have, Matt? Google Docs. Google well, for Docs. the stuff we write down? Yeah, it's probably in Google Docs. It's probably Docs. It is Docs. It's Docs. Okay. My Cox Docs. I keep watching my videos while I do this. All right, there we go. Uh, you never wrote yours down. I got, I, I got my, my anime list. I got the list on. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I got my anime list too. Oh, drop anime. We got to include. Uh, what's it called? Um, uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? What the Meta hide? Yeah, the Meta. Are you yeah, still watching that? I am still watching. Okay, the maid I hired. Yeah. Ethan. Ethan, because I dropped it. You didn't drop any others, right? What? I said you didn't drop any others, right? Nope. This time. Okay. Here. All right, let me stop bullshitting. Enough. We're good. All right, so first one we're going to go on is uh, Ruby. We'll go with Ruby. So right, I'm pretty Ruby. convinced that Ruby is basically... We got no viewers now. Nobody gives a fuck about us. Well, fuck you too, guys. That's okay. That's fine. Fuck you all. Anyway, um, no, so I'm convinced Ruby, this whole like season is kind of like one long fucking like, movie-esque story, I think. So... Basically, we continue on with the process of them like trying to go through the dreams. They're continuing the struggle. Ruby and, and Team Ruby are continuing the struggle inside of Weiss's dream. And um, again, they fail. They come out. And right. at this point, they're like dejected that they haven't been able to do anything. They're getting deeper and deeper. But this because of how deep Weiss's like psychological like torture kind of is like in her head, like the shit that she's been through, they kind of just 
they're, they're stuck. So they disperse. But before they disperse, the sensei is like, hey, like, you know, you guys have to go in a third time. If you go in a third time and you fail, she's going to die. So you can't fuck this up. So they disperse. They're trying to figure out what they're going to do. They don't know what they're going to do. And then so they they all split. And so um, Blake goes off to um, to see uh, what's it called? One of the foundnesses that's in town. The uh, who's the other girl? Um, the, I always forget the blonde one. I always forget the blonde girl. Where's Ruby? Ruby, 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 Ruby. Are you talking about the blonde girl? Yang. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yang. Yang ends up seeing um the weird, the mysterious. Uh, what's it called? What's her name? Uh, I can exit out of this now. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm done with the game. Cool, right. cool, cool. Um, do you know? Because you saw this briefly. Yeah. Um, did in I guess the original Ruby? Did they have like an an android type character in the town? It's like a little girl. I talk about Penny. Yeah, that yeah, Penny. Yeah, yeah, they had Penny. Yeah, so she speaks to Penny in town. And um, Ruby ends up speaking to uh, the other team. Do you? Know, I forgot what the other team is Team Juniper. I think it's Team Juniper. Yeah, Team Juniper. And specifically, she talks to Jean, who was in the previous uh, episode. He was the one that was possessed. And so they each and they talk to their people and they get ideas. And basically, they talk about um, changing the dream and and doing things like differently. And so. Um, John also offers like, Hey, like I've been possessed. Like I, I want to help. So they go to the sensei and they're like, Hey, John wants to help. And they're like, well, you know, you should be able to navigate through the dream because anybody who's been possessed kind of has like immunity to like the dream so they can freely move around. Um, but you, you know, you run the risk basically of getting headaches and allergy like symptoms. And in worst case scenario, you'll die. And he's like, well, fuck it. All right. No, he wasn't you know, happy at first, but what is he going to do? He wants to help. So they go into the dream again, they start changing the dream. So throughout the, um, the previous episodes they were told like hey don't touch anything in the dream it may affect things so now they're going in saying like all right let's change it see what happens so at the beginning of each time they've entered uh weiss's dream the white fang are going after a um a truck of dust not a truck a uh, a train a train shipment of dust and they always let the 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 white fang take take over the train and and derail the train and take the dust and this causes great strain on weiss in the dream so instead, they go in and they defend the, uh, the, the, the train of dust and they defeat the White Fang so that way they can get into the city. And Weiss sees this and she's confused. She's like, holy shit, like this is I need the shipment. It's for good for the business. But it's, I'm letting these people in. And as she struggles, she struggles. And she's like, all right, fuck it. I'm gonna let them in. So she lets the train into the station. And then basically all like the uh, all of the the town, like all of the the the, the um housing and buildings move off to the side for this train rail that goes directly up the middle. Um, it's actually pretty cool. And so they get deeper in the dream uh, because of that. And so as they do that, they send John out on the list or on the next task. And again, John can move freely, move freely. And he ends up going into a, um, he ends up going into like the, I forget like this holding cell where he, his other self is supposed to be in, but, um, is not. So he is able to, to, um, to trick the sleepy Klein. Sleepy it's the Klein is uh, Weiss's butler, and there's a different iterations of Klein that I mentioned, like slow, uh, sleepy, dopey, 
um, angry, sad, whatever the fuck, like all the different things of the seven dwarves. So it's the seven clients. So he's able to deceive sleepy Klein, and he's able to get inside of like this weird, like circus type of thing inside of the dream. But he's able to find basically the key to Weiss's heart, the relic. Um, and it's a golden relic. It's a golden, um, uh, what's the, um, the knight, is it the knight in chess? The, uh, the horse it's night, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they find the golden knight before it was red. Now they find a golden knight. And in the process, when he takes the golden knight from this location, he actually uh, releases these suppressed um, childhood feelings of Weiss. Like, you know how typical children are like, I want to play outside. I want sweets. I want a hug. I want to play with my friends. Weiss hid all of these feelings, repressed all these feelings within her so she can be mature and, you know, live up to their family name and expectations. And <clears throat> so um, she, he was able to release them and that helps them out through the process. They convert like a bunch of things. They're able to proceed through. Um, but then Weiss sees this and she gets pissed off like they're meddling in all of her shit. So eventually Weiss confronts them um, saying like, yo, I'm going to pass judgment. That's how the episode ends. But before she says that line, she basically conjures the um the nightmare within them like this giant fucking thing like comes out of the sky and it's like robotic but it's the nightmare and so the next episode they're gonna have to face the nightmare for the first time and again with that pressure of they can't fuck up because if they fail they're done so um it's really solid though you know this is definitely considered like i like i said if you have seen the the previous uh seasons you would definitely be impressed by the quality of the animation and at the same time it's they they called it semi-canon. I believe that's what they said. Rooster Teeth called yeah. it semi-canon, where it's not canon, but if you want to make a canon, you can just put it at any given point, like at the beginning of like the series, and it'll, right. it'll work. It'll work. And I guess the whole idea of that is basically trying to build up the relationship. Because I don't know how they did it in the seasons, how they built up the relationship with uh with Team Ruby, because you know they're they're pretty dysfunctional because of Weiss and 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 Ruby specifically. And I don't know if anything happened with Blake and Yang later on in the season that caused any sort of dysfunction they had to go over. But um, it's kind of what they're building towards in essence. But for someone who didn't see it at all, like it, it really makes me want to go back, even though like I saw like the first few episodes and I was like, this is garbage. Like I don't want to watch this. But now like I feel like I I feel almost obligated. Like I ha- kind of have to. Um, right. But in any case, so that's uh. That's uh, Ruby. I, I always enjoy it very much. It's got a great soundtrack too, so that's one of the reasons why I keep up with it, uh, sp- specifically because of that fucking uh, that uh, soundtrack. Uh, next, we'll go with Shine On Bakumatsu Bad Boys. This is a low key, really entertaining one. The way they do their stories are really good. Um, so this week's episode is uh, what's it called? Sorry, taking a swig of water. You know, by the way, for some of these, because we didn't record on Thursday, we skipped a couple episodes. Of what? Of whatever we watched. So I'm I could go over two episodes, but I'm I'm not. Like I would have to go over two episodes of, of Bad Boys. Technically, I would have to go over two episodes of Ruby, which I didn't. Um so all of these, a lot of these are gonna be two episodes when you think about it, because we didn't record on Thursday. Ah, that'll be fine. <laughs> all right, anyway, so I'm not doing much of them. But anyway, for uh bad boys. Um, to recap the previous episode, basically, um, they ban uh, what's it called after the whole like debacle that happened with uh, Ichiban Boshi and his son. I'm not his son, his uh, his brother, uh, Sukido. 
uh, they basically ban him from participating in the next mission, which is basically a raid. They find out um, information that the um, the mass demons are in this location. Unfortunately, the location is in the center of town, um, and it has close ties to the to the, to the magistrate. Through dis- through um, not deception, but um, through sleuthing, they are able to find out that basically the um, the town magistrate has been basically cooperating with the uh, with the mass demons um, in in regards to a kerosene business and basically price gouging in order to um, get more funds and then providing those funds to the uh, the mass demon. And so they're like, all right, we're going to do a raid on this compound. Ichiban Boshi, you still can't go because we can't trust you. So Ichiban Boshi goes out to the bar and gets fucking shit faced on sake. And when he goes to the bar, he meets this guy and they they. Uh, what's it called? They take a liking to each other because of their their deep family ties. The guy's name is uh, Hoki Joe, I believe it's Hoki Joe, um, H O K I J O, Hoki Joe. Yeah. Um, so he meets Hoki Joe, and they again they bond. Everything's good, and so uh, Ichiban Boshi they basically drink until the morning. And Ichiban Boshi is like, "Hey, um, let's keep drinking." And then Hoki Joe's like, "You know, I can't. I got uh, things to take care of, but you know, I wish you good health and all that other bullshit." Like, all right, cool. Yeah, everything's all good. So he goes out, Ichiban Boshi goes back to base, and we see Hokujo go to the building that they're going to perform the raid on, and we see Hokujo is working with the mass demons, and he says, hey, I want to quit. Um, I, you know, I think it's my time to move on. And they're like, all right, no problem. We won't stop you. Feel free. Thank you. He goes away. But of course, nothing's ever that simple when you quit fucking any sort of gang or organization or some shit, is it, Matt? Yeah. Never that simple. So... Yeah. Something happens later on in the episode that I'll talk about. Um, anyway, the raid happens. Ichiban Boshi stays, and they basically find they go in the compound. They see nobody in the compound. They're like, "Where the fuck is everybody?" Um, but one of the commanders basically finds a uh, like a hidden basement with a lock. One of the other commanders picks the lock, and they go down in the basement, and they they find that where the mass demons are headquartered. But they also find Sukito there. Sukito then goes. And he lights up some kerosene that's inside of that basement. And then he traps them inside of the basement um, for them to basically burn the death. And so they're trying to figure out a way to get out, trying to figure out a way to get out. Ichiban Boshi, of course, he can't stay still. He ends up running to the scene and he finds Sukito there. And he's like, oh, I want to save my friends. I want to save my friends, but I don't want to kill you. I don't want to kill you. And they're like, oh, you know, Ichiban Boshi, you got to save us. You got to save us. So um as he's trying to figure out what to do uh what's his face um sukito aka rashomaro was like uh hokijo come over and he's like oh i don't know if you guys have met but this is hokijo he's the town magistrate he's the he's he's also the corrupt town magistrate and she's like oh my god how could you be you know how could you be corrupt like da da da. he's like and the guy's like hey i'm willing to do anything for my sister like the whole thing was like, I'm willing to do anything, anything, <laughs> anything for my sister, including being corrupt and working with the mass demons. Mm. So Tsukito basically forces them to fight. And one of the initial missions, one of the initial parts of the raid was like, hey, we need to find the town magistrate and we need to arrest him alive so he can confess to his crimes. So Tsukito uh, basically pushes the magistrate uh, Hokijo and uh, and what's his face? Ichiban Boshi together to fight. And as they're fighting, the um the uh shinsengumi which is basically the gang of uh the gang of samurai they're like we got to get out we got to get out so they use an explosive to get out of the of the building but of course then the rest of the building basically catches fire as a result of the explosion when they get out of the basement with the explosion everyone's like everyone's okay yeah and they look at ishiban boshi saying like why are you here and he's killed fucking hokijo 
And they're like, what did you do? And he didn't want to. He, he, the whole point was he didn't want to. He didn't want to. He didn't want to. Um, and so basically their entire raid was for nothing because any evidence they could have gotten from the kerosene factory has been lit on fire and is destroyed. They didn't kill any mass demons. The guy they were supposed to arrest alive was killed instead by the guy that wasn't supposed to be there in the first place because he was banned from the mission because of the fact he couldn't kill his brother who's with the mass demons. And so they're like, the uh, the main guy, Sakuya, who's like kind of an asshole, he's like, how can we recuperate from this failure? And the commander of the, of the Shinsengumi is like, we're going to disband because this is utter disgrace and a failure. And that's how the episode ends. And it's, you know, mm-hmm. that's good storytelling. Like, they really did really good storytelling. Like, you, with the, that good storytelling and then, like, some of the action scenes and, you know, this is, I think this is a really, like, slept on show. It's not going to get a lot of points, um the animation style it reminds me a little bit of of a movie that i'm going to talk about later as well in terms of like that like picturesque type of art it's not fluid animation it's like picture art um but it's really unique from that aspect because it's not it doesn't look like that cgi bullshit that we see a lot of times with a lot of animes so as a whole really solid and it's getting it's being slept on i think it's really being slept on um next up boruto um, so basically the arc, if we, I haven't explained it already, um, I did actually try to briefly explain it. The last time I talked about Boruto, I mentioned that they are going into the, um, the, uh, what's it called? Um, Himawari and Kawaki arc. And we find out what that is basically in the previous episode, the previous episode before last that I'm going to talk about. Basically Kawaki is, um, tasked with bodyguarding in secret uh a foreign exchange student who happens to be a princess of a nearby like village tiny village so there there are people that are after this woman this girl's life she's got to be like 10 or something but they're after this girl's life and he's got to secretly be a bodyguard and he's the only one who of the team seven who hasn't been at the academy so they're like oh this will be perfect you get to learn at the academy some and at the same time like you get to you know fulfill this mission but it's a secret you can't tell anybody you can't even tell himawari who happens to be in the same class as you two okay so over time he tried kawaki is just like super duper weird because he's you know, he's antisocial. He doesn't know how to really socialize and be around people as, as it is as a pain in the ass to get him to be around all the other right. people within the group, let alone fucking little children that are annoying, more annoying than the little children that he hangs out with as it is. So anyway, um, so he starts acting weird and Himawari begins to be suspicious. But, you know, he has good intentions, but it's only part of the mission. He doesn't sincerely want to be friends with this girl, but he has to basically be friends with the girl. And the end of the episode, you see Himawari basically eavesdrop on Boruto and Kawaki. I'm sorry, not Boruto, Naruto and Kawaki having a conversation in Naruto's office in the home saying, how's the mission going? And Himawari is like, oh, it's a secret mission. No wonder. So the next episode, um, she confronts him and is like, oh, do you need help with your secret mission? And Kawaki's like, what the fuck? Like, how do you know this? And she's like, you were eavesdropping, weren't you? Of course. Little fucking girl eavesdropping on, on the fucking adult talking. <laughs> but she's like, I won't tell anybody. Don't worry. And then Kawaki's like, no, I don't need your help. I don't want to get you involved. Like, stay out of it. And so they end up having to do, like, there's basically beef between, like, this really popular girl who's the daughter of, like, an actress in the village and the princess because everyone loves the princess. And the girl's, like, one of those spoiled brats. Like, everyone should love me. Pay attention to me. I hate it. But they have beef and the the princess is like, oh, I'm gonna have a tea party for everybody. So they go have the tea party again. Kawaki's super awkward, but he's there. And um, 
we find out that the girl who has beef with the with the princess secretly fucking put a um secretly put mustard in this cake that the princess spent like the whole <laughs> like night making and so like i'm gonna fuck it up kawaki smells the mustard but doesn't realize it's mustard and he's like holy shit it's poison don't eat it and he fucking just fucks up the entire cake with no like rationale or explanation just fucks it all up and starts a whole like food fight too with this other guy who's jealous of Kawaki trying to get close to the princess that he's crushing on. And this whole big old thing happens. Basically they do some sort of invest. The, what's it called? So Kawaki's like, I'm, I'm out. I'm going to cool my head. Himawari comes over. They talk and was like, Hey, you know, uh, this is mustard. Da da da. Like, all right, I need your help. And she also helped them with like some, some type of etiquette in the tea party. Cause he's like, I don't know how to fucking do a pre tea party. What the fuck is this? So she helped them with etiquette and she helped them with this investigation. They come to find out, they easily find out that the, uh, that the mustard was put into the cake by the jealous bitch, the jealous bitch and, uh, and the princess get into a fight. Like not like a physical fight, but they get into a yelling match. And she said, I'm sorry. And why is my homeboy calling me? Uh, my, my work, my work is he, is he stoned? No, it's my work coworker. Why is he? What the fuck, bro? What is Frankie doing? Um. Oh, what the fuck is this? Did um. I'll check. I'll check in the AM. Is that? Got, uh, now I got work fucking messaging me, bro. What is Frankie doing? It's a account uh, migration. It's like we're in the middle of the we're in the middle of this, pal. <laughs> Basically, bro. Basically, pal. So he said he would keep it going and send me the ticket, and I'll just merge them as they come in. I don't even wanna know the number at the moment. Don't wanna know. I don't wanna know. All right. Anyway. Back to this. Um, where was I at? Oh, they get into a fight. Find out. Da da da. Everybody cools off at the end of the day. Everything is all good. Um, and uh, basically, in the episode, is Himawari is like, "Hey, am I your partner now?" And Kawaki is like, "No, I'm not going to make you my partner. But if I ever need your help, I'll let you know." And Himawari is all excited. And Kawaki is like, "You know, I don't want to get her involved because I don't want her to be in any trouble if shit hits the fan." Which, of course, that's fucking premonition. It's going to happen. You know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, okay, that was Borto. So it's it's okay. It's not like oh my god, but it's not the worst. Um, my Isekai life, my Isekai life is always 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 fun. <clears throat> and so the the previous episode, actually no, I did talk about the previous episode of Isekai life because we did talk about it on Thursday. All right, so we're good there. Um, my Isekai life. Uh, the next episode, which I just happened to catch today, thank God. Um, that was, uh, Yuji ends up in town. He goes to the town and he, um, oh wait, no, did I talk about the, pre- I didn't talk about the previous episode where he had to, he had to basically shake these people thinking that they were dumb. Okay. Yeah. So let me go back to previous episode, previous episode. Um, basically after he kills off all those guys in, in the village and the village de- is destroyed, he ends up on a assassins list. And sure enough, he leaves the, the, the town of Ricardo and they're like, where are you going to go? Like, oh, you should go to this town. They have great monster gear. And he's like, oh, I can get gear for my monsters. OK, cool. So he goes there and along the way he feels and he senses. And of course, he's being followed by two assassins. 
um the two assassins we see at the end of the previous episode before that anyway they follow him they're trying to figure out like oh he's just a tamer how did he end up on our list so they scout him throughout the day and so usually tries to make himself like more like stupider or more poor or more like unskilled than what he is and after almost fucking up a couple times he manages to convince them of that and they're like, oh, well, he, you know, this guy's just an, an average adventurer. No reason for him to, for us to kill him. Makes no sense. It's a waste of our time and effort. We're good. So they leave him alone. But Yuji, of course, knowing that that's not going to be the end of it, he sends a slime to continue surveillance. We find out that the assassins work for the this organization. And I forget the name of the organization now. Um, but basically, they're, they're out to destroy the world. And so okay. um, simple enough. And so he's like, oh, and they find out that their next target to kill is the priest, the same priest that gave him the dagger earlier in the season to help him defeat the to defeat the uh, the the dragon, the, the, the I guess the otherworldly demon dragon, whatever the fuck. And someone who probably knows that Yuji is an isekaijin, which is basically another worlder. And so he's like, crap, can't let that happen. Can't let these guys roam around. So after they disconnect from their boss, he uses the slime. He kills them. Right. No problem. That's the right. and that's how the episode ends. Um, the next episode, um, and there's actually before that, before I move on to the next episode, there is a premonition from the boss. They're like, "All right, we'll set our next plans in motion." Wah, ha, 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 ha. And end uh-huh. trans- transmission. Then they die. All right, next episode, he ends up going back to the the, the town smith, the 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 smith, and was like, "Hey." I need monster gear, you know, and he's like, oh, I have the money. It's not a problem. So the the town like blacksmith looks at his monsters and he's like, yo, I've got nothing that will work for you guys because you guys are OP as shit. Like, I've got nothing. And he's like, oh, well, what do you need for us to get gear? And he's like, well, if you gave me a blue lesser dragon stone, um, I could make you some nice gear. And he's like a blue one. And he's like, yeah, he's like, so the, you look up at the mountain and there's an active volcano basically in this town. And so he's like on that volcano, there's a bunch of, of dragons called lesser dragons. Um, there's a particularly rare one called a blue lesser dragon. And uh, I need a stone from there. If you give me a stone, I can make you some really powerful shit. He's like, but lesser dragons are no joke. And a blue lesser dragon is even more powerful than a dragon. So he's like, all right, I'll go after it. And they're like, by yourself? He's like, yeah, I'll be good. And he's like, by the way, if there's a lesser dragon, is there like a normal dragon? And he's like, yeah, there's a normal dragon at the bottom of the of the of the the lava of that volcano, but no one will defeat it. Like no one, not even you. You you stand no shot. And he's like, all right, well, good to know, right? Whatever. So he goes off. He's like, before I go to the town, let me go over to the, to the adventurers guild. He goes to the adventurers guild. He picks up a whole like brick of fucking quests to defeat these dragons. And he's like, I'm gonna take all these. And the 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 guild lady looks at him like, nigga, you crazy? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I'll be fine, right? And he's like, oh, I'll just use magic. He's like, dragons are impervious to magic. They're like, oh, they are. They're like, yeah. Like, okay, what what do I what do you need? Water. And he's like, oh, well, water magic is my specialty. I'll be good. And they're like, oh, you need to be a really really high skilled mage to have that much water capacity. <laughs> Don't worry, bitch. I got it. Basically, is what yeah, he's I got you, in, pal. I got in you. a nice way. And she's like, oh, by the way, if you're gonna go over there. Um, you have to cross this lake. Okay, what about the lake? There's a giant piranha at the at, that normally swims on the surface. Okay, give me that quest too, Nani. You want that quest too? Okay, and she gives them the quest. So they go on their merry way and they go to the lake and they don't notice a piranha. So they're like, "What the fuck?" Okay, so he basically uses his slimes to create a slime net, and they find the piranha at the bottom of the um of the of the lake. 
And so they manage to drag it out. It gives it a tiny bit of fight, but they kill, they kill the piranha. No problem, right? So they move on to the up the mountain and they start finding lesser dragons so yuji walks over and is like oh water spell right water cannon spell and easily hello polaris r6 it's our first comment hey welcome it's our first uh commenter from uh from twitch Twitch. Yo, we need to get like our Twitch thing going so we can like have like you know like you see on the professional things where you have like a fucking banner, yeah. scrolling banner, <laughs> and like oh, they donated a dollar to your thing. We need to get one of those. Oh anyway, yeah, we'll we'll get that. Yeah, we'll get that at some point. Just like we said, we would get theme music, right? Ah, uh, you know, you got the money now. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah. So uh, he goes up to the to the dragon. He's like water cannon. Defeats the dragon easily. He's like, oh, that, they really are easy. The fuck? So they defeat a few of them. They get some stones. They get the lesser dragon stones. And then they find the blue lesser dragon. He does the same move. <clears throat> what are you guys talking about? Anime. Specifically, I'm going through yes. the ones that I am uh, watching. Yeah, so right now, I am watching or talking about uh, my isekai life. I gained a second character class. <clears throat> exactly. Anyway. So, um... Yeah, so he goes over to the blue dragon. He does the same water spell. Doesn't defeat it. He does an ice spell. Doesn't defeat it. And he's like, all right, well, let me go fucking super OP with this shit. Does a super OP ice spell. Finally defeats it. Gets the, the stone. <clears throat> and he's like, all right, well, we're already here. Let's just defeat a bunch of them. So, okay, yep. So anyway, <coughs> excuse me. So they end up defeating the rest of the day, defeating dragons, defeating dragons, defeating dragons. He returns the stack of forms, and the woman is like, holy shit, you defeated 202 dragons and a piranha. And he's like, yeah. He's like, oh, by the way, about the piranha, um, you said it was going to be at the top? And he's, she's like, yeah. They're like, oh, we had to find it at the bottom. And she's like, oh, that's not supposed to happen. So she basically fills out a form, and she's like, hey, we need to send like a magical like a discovery team over there because that information is inaccurate and it should have definitely been at the surface and it wasn't. They're like, Oh, that's peculiar. Okay. Whatever. So he gets his rewards. He goes over to the stone, to the, um, to the, to the blacksmith. And I was like, Hey, here's your stone. Gives him the stone. Okay, cool. No problem. And he's like, Oh my God, you defeated the dragon by yourself. And they're like, yeah, I have this second stone too. If you need, if I can get it from my other monster, she's like, you defeated two blue dragons. What? <clears throat> and he's like, yeah. He's like, oh, if you need these other stones, I got these other stones too. And he spits out all hundred, the other two hundred fucking lesser dragon stones that he got from the dragons. And the guy's like, yo, these are perfect quality. There's not a, a blemish or a scratch on them. And he's like, yeah, you know, because I'm me, duh, whatever. So um, he's like, I'll get your equipment right away. Get your equipment right away. So he, you know, takes a few days, gets the equipment, and his monsters are super OP now, super fast, super strong. And he does like a medium sized spell and it's like fucking 10 times as big now. Right. Crazy. And the stone barely holds up. And uh, the the blacksmith is like, hey, do you use more strong, stronger magic than what you have now? And he's like, yeah, sometimes, occasionally. He's like, well, if you do anything more powerful, you're going to destroy the stone. It'll be a waste. And he's like, oh, well, is there anything more powerful? And he's like, well, yeah, there is something more powerful, but you're not going to defeat it. It's the, the freaking the major dragon at the bottom of the lava. And he's like, all right, well, I'll see what I can do. Thank you. No problem. Appreciate it. So as he's contemplating like what he's going to do for the dragon, fucking the, 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 the volcano erupts and 
uh, he's like, oh, this isn't good. So he sends his slimes out to see if there's any suspicious characters because the dragons now are going like super crazy. Like they seem like possessed like they were earlier in the season and at another point with other monsters. And sure enough, there's two characters that are leaving the scene of the crime. And as you look up at the top of the mountain, the freaking giant uh, regular dragon pops his head out the fucking out the volcano. And that's how the episode ends. So <clears throat> super solid shit there. I enjoy it very much. I enjoy this this show very very Can much. Can I cut you off real quick? What's up? I found I found someone that I actually made the music for uh, forty bucks. Really? Uh, has thirty one reviews, four point nine out of five. Hmm. Uh, there's a basic, standard, and premium. For the standard, it's ninety seconds commercial use and twenty instruments. Hmm. Four four day delivery. Premium is 65 mm. with the song up to up to five minutes. Mm. <coughs> so we could if we do two standards, we could do it, we can get an EP, ED, and OP. Are we gonna like do seasons now too? Or like every season we're gonna change it up every 12 no, 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 no. <laughs> no, but I'm saying if you want, we could do that. I'll pay for I'll pay for the OP, you pay for the ED. Yeah, we could do that. We'll talk about it offline. Yeah, we'll talk about it after the show. There you go, folks. Yeah. That's what we're that's what we're gonna work on next. That's finally. the next thing we need. Theme music. Theme music, pal. Good shit, pal. Oh, music. Use oh. use some of my old beats. Oh, well, we, uh, whoever you are. <laughs> well, you know, we're going for. Are they anime style? Because we definitely want like you know. Well, well, well for the person that we're going, Japanese I, like idol group music. Well, apparently. it says uh, she could sing Japanese, English, or French. With uh, with J Rock or J Pop styles, bro. You know what we're gonna get? We're gonna be like Watashi Mo Desu. Well, well, they got. Well, she's got previews, so I'll listen to them after. All right, all right, cool. All right, um, how many you got left? One more. Black Summoner, not the white one, the black one. I so really- so it's useless. That's racist. <laughs> you shit. Now every dark person hates us. I'm kidding. Hates I'm kidding. You. Hates you. If, hates wearing, you. if you were wearing flannel, you'd be the fucking uh, Mick Foley wannabe looking motherfucker. Bang! bang. <laughs> anyway. So, so so I gotta say the towel, but thumbs up. <laughs> yes, for real. Right here in Vermont. <laughs> uh-huh. Anyway, um, Black Summoner. Uh, the previous episode, basically, they face a demon, the Archdemon Victor is his name, the Archdemon Victor, and they defeat the Archdemon after a lot of struggle, and we find out that the, the Archdemon wasn't really going to eat the fucking princess. The Archdemon was the princess's caretaker, as as they mentioned before, and as a, as a, a favor, like, you defeated me, but can I ask you for a favor, and... Uh, so Kelvin is like, what do you want? And she's like, he's like, I want you to show the world to the to the the demon lord's daughter. Her name is Sarah. I want you to adopt her in her part in your party. Show her the world. And he's like, all right, I'll do that. So she fucking gets adopted into the party. They give her fresh clothes and like a little amulet so people can't see that like she has horns and a tail because she's a fucking demon. So and she's ridiculously strong. She's like level seventy five, which is fucking madness. Like that's super strong. Yeah. So she's level she's level seventy five, and so um you basically get um in toward the end of that episode once they, you know everybody's celebrating, you get kind of like a sense of like this 
her father, the demon king, wasn't around, and so because he was out in some other thing, and, she, and he didn't want people to know that he had a daughter, so that they couldn't like you know expose like the hero couldn't use that weakness, exploit that weakness. So basically, Victor was like her father, and so when she lost Victor, like she felt sad. But at the same time, like she knew Kelvin wasn't a dick and, you know, like she was going to see the world. And so she was excited for that. So with this episode, basically, they um, the show opens up with Kelvin and Eiffel showing off their skills. Now they have rank S blacksmith ability and I uh, Kelvin has rank smith blacksmith ability and Eiffel has rank S uh, seams seams out uh, ability. So you can make costumes and whatever the fuck, you know, whenever. So Kelvin makes weapons for Sarah and Gerard and makes uh, clothes for them as well. Um, Eiffel makes clothes for them as well. And so they're geared up and they're like, oh, what about you guys' gear? And they're like, oh, when we get into battle, you'll see it. No problem, right? Like, all right, it's a good tease to come. So um, they're, they basically, uh, Kelvin's like, I'm tired. Like, yo, I'm going to take a break. I'm tired. Let me know when dinner's ready. And um, what's it called? Uh Eiffel's like, well, do you have a hankering for anything? Do you craving anything? And he gets a sudden craving for rice in his new like in this new thing. They don't have rice. He's like, where can I get rice? And so he asked this, and they're like, you have to go to like this this town, this coastal town to get rice, where they have seafood and rice. Like, okay. So he goes on the way to uh, to this town, to this uh, coastal town. Along the way, they get stopped by a group of bandits, and Kelvin's like, oh, they ain't shit, whatever. So Sarah, go go defeat them without your like weapons, no problem. So she beats the shit out the bandits, no problem. They capture them, they take them to the town, and we find out they're part of the notorious bandit gang, the blue. I'm sorry, the Black Wind. And so um, they deliver them over. They get to speak to the headmaster and they find out um, through the, the bandits and through confirmations with the headmaster that the the bandits leader is a former adventurer that took down an initial an initial version of the Black Wind. And he became their leader afterwards instead of like returning, which was pretty fascinating. So they're trying to basically come up and like, yeah, you know, like, ah, I don't want to really face him, but we can face him because we're here. That's fine. And all of a sudden, Kelvin senses a strong party near the near the town. He's like, who's the strong party? Who's the strong party? Um, and we find out it's the hero's party. And keep in mind, in the previous episode, I don't know if I remember saying this, but in the previous episode, Malfina basically took a break from Kelvin to um go direct the um the hero's party because she's basically the goddess in charge of directing the, the hero's party and so she directed them like stay away from kelvin basically without saying his name stay away from this group right as far away from them as possible this right. time around in this episode um melfina the goddess is out on vacation again this time she's trying to basically uh find an avatar for her to be able to be able to be summoned by kelvin because she's a god right now and you can't summon a god um, but if you're an avatar, like, uh, whatever, an embodiment of some shit, she, they, he may be able to summon her. So she's out trying to do that for, for them slash us, whatever the fuck, whatever you want to say in that, whatever pronoun you want to use for that. Um, anyway, so she's out and she's not able to tell Kelvin anything. So Kelvin, because he sees a strong party and he's a fight freak is like, I want to fight them. I want to fight them. I want to fight them. So basically what he proposes, he gets the, the, the guild master of the town to go along with this plan, basically to send the, the hero party over to the, the criminals hideout so they can defeat the criminals and take credit. Like, okay, no problem. But instead what Kelvin does is his party goes to the, to the criminal, to the, the criminals layout, uh, layer rather, the, saves the slaves that are in there. Cause they're into sex trade. That's another thing I forgot to mention. They're into sex trade. 
they abduct women and sell them and whatever the fuck. So um, they defeat the, 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 the evil group, no problem, one, two, three. And basically what they do is they let the heroes party all the way in. And now I think it's not confirmed, but I think they're posing as the evil bandits just so they can fight the heroes party. So that was pretty cool. And that's how that yeah. episode ends. So basically, Kelvin's group versus the Heroes Party. Both of them are directed by Melfina, although they don't know Melfina is actually aligned with Kelvin. But she's not there right now. So it's Kelvin versus the Heroes Party. Looking forward to that. That's it. I took yeah. way longer than expected this time. You're not going to talk about your movie? Oh! I should talk about the movie. All right, we'll talk about the movie. So, um, I don't know how to recap this. Um, well, this is, well, you don't have to really recap it. Just give us your thoughts on it. So, I saw two movies on Friday. One of them is... We're going to talk about later. We're going to talk about and close with. The other one is an anime movie. That movie is called Inu-O. So, I got this notice on my phone early in the week, right? On like a Monday or Tuesday from Right Stuff. <clears throat> Which, by the way, um, did we mention that already? That Right we Stuff? We did. We did at the end of the episode. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, I got an email from Right Stuff saying like, hey, Inu-O is in theaters. Check it out. And I saw the clip, or I saw like a picture, and I was like, this looks interesting. So I look up the preview, and I'm like, oh, this looks really interesting. Because <clears throat> they show like, uh, what's it called? They call it, um, what the hell is that? Not, it's it's the, the shamisen, but it's the, <coughs> excuse me, the initial name. Like Baku, ba, ba, Bakai, something like that. Anyway, we'll call it the shamisen. Yeah. And so, um... It's basically a guy playing the shamisen, and it's like uh, it's like performing in the early early times. So I'm like, this looks interesting. Okay, I'm gonna watch it. So I went and watched it. Inuo follows the story of a a boy named uh, what's his name? Let me look it up. Chota mate kudasai. Chota 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 mate. Gomen gomen. Completed Inuo. Uh, Tomana. That's his name. Tomana. So the episode starts off uh, with a boy named Tomana and his father. Then they, they they basically live in like this coastal town. His father is summoned by the shogunate. This town or the story rather. Let me back up even further. The story takes place in the 1400s in Japan, the feudal Japan. And so uh, his father, Tomina's father, is summoned in by the magistrate, like, hey, we need you to go out and find this ancient relic that's buried at sea near a shipwreck. And the father's hesitant. He's like, I don't want to do it. But the boy, excited, and he knows exactly where it is because he happened to find it by himself on accident, was like, accept it, accept it, accept it. Okay. <clears throat> they accept it. Right. They go out in the middle of the ocean one day, and they find the object. The object is a sword. And the father takes the sword and keep in mind this sword supposedly is haunted which we find out near when he gets the sword like oh the haunted sword right it makes sense why it was buried at sea so he opens the sword and this sword is so powerful it's a foggy day misty and foggy day the sword is so powerful it cuts through the mist and cuts the father in two just by opening the sword like this. You guys can't see it, but for people watching on video, he opens the sword normally. Shing! From the, from the Shikai. It cuts him in two, and it blinds Tomina. And so Tomina goes blind, and he listens to his father's spirits. Part of this has to do with spirits as well. He listens to his father's spirit saying, avenge me, find the Shogunate, get my revenge, revenge on the Shogunate. Me. 
yeah, get <coughs> excuse me, get revenge on the shogunate for me. Okay, no problem. So he goes on this journey. Along the way, he meets an interesting character whose whose name is Inu O. Inu O in Jap in Japan in Japanese it translates to King of the Dogs. So Dog King or King of the Dogs, however you want to say it. Basically, Inu O. So he meets the King of the Dogs. We see um we see Inu O basically act like a dog. But when he starts observing <coughs> this traditional Japanese dance, he starts dancing and he starts very slowly gaining like limbs. And he's a deformed creature. Like he's he's human, but not really. And you find out why that is at the end. I'm not going to spoil that. But basically, Inuo ends up like gaining legs and he can move around. He's like this twisted, deformed thing. But he's got an interesting... Uh, I guess personality because of how twisted he is and the fact that his father also abandoned him as well. He's the third son that got abandoned because he's a demon. And so the episode basically has Inuo and Tomina meeting. And by this point, Tomina has met a um a a Biwa. Biwa, that's what it is. Biwa. Right. A Biwa, a Biwa priest. And basically you tell stories. And so the Biwa priest teaches him how to play the Biwa, the, the Shamisen, the Biwa, and um he becomes a monk, like a, basically like a priestess, like a priest monk type of thing. And so basically he meets one day after whatever they, the monk meeting in the, at the, after the monk, whatever the fuck they meet. And that meeting changes their lives. And they basically become like a traveling performance, like around, like the, around the, 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 the territory. Yeah. And so they basically start, doing these theatrical performances and bro the catch for these theatrical performances it's a mix of like it's a mix of hip-hop michael jackson and elvis i literally kid you not it's a mix of that you have people doing brick dancing brick dancing you have people uh the you have uh both the tomina and um Ino o doing michael jackson maneuvers the crowd is going crazy and uh and tomina is playing the biwa like elvis like behind his head and with his teeth and like oh like Jimi hendrix that's another one doing that shit like Jimi hendrix doing the dance moves like elvis it's and it's so interesting that you see other characters like you see the crowd doing various dances they do like a motrain dance they do like all these various like up to up to date or like you know 1980s 1990s like things and it's very interesting how that is. Like it, it's definitely a lure to that. As I mentioned previously with, um, uh, what's it called? With uh, Bakumatsu Bad Boys, the animation style is like kind of picturesque. It's not like fluid CGI. With Inuo, you get both. You get like very, very, very old picturesque animation that's kind of like it looks kind of like hand drawn in essence. And then for the performances, oh, it's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous CGI gorgeous cgi um that really is eye-popping full of like fire and water and fireworks and fire um lights it's beautiful it's a spectacle wonderful um of course the soundtrack because it's a musical anime this is counts as a musical anime the soundtrack was wonderful uh the biwa strings were really good it literally the way that they describe it on analyst is it's considered rock opera and that is very, 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 very accurate. It is very rock yeah. opera esque. Um, I enjoyed it very much. It, it gets weird at times. Like I said, it's kind of trippy. Like if you go to the movie theater and watch this while you're tripping balls, you would lose your shit. You would be like, "What the fuck is happening?" 
with a lot of the visuals and the story. It, it's all over the place. But the way they, they wrap up the story at the end, it was really, really, really well done. And they call back. And I didn't realize this. At the beginning of the, of the episode, the, the, I'm sorry, the beginning of the movie, it actually starts off in like 2020, 2022, right? Modern, modern Japan. And they go back in time right to this feudal period in the 1400s at the end of the, of the show they go back forward in time and they tie that in as well um to modern era and it's the idea i guess the, the main principle of of the movie is how um governments are were controlling of media back in those early days and how that con that control of that media has affected history as a whole because of the fact that you see things that happened in that movie with Inuo and Tomina you don't see them it's hmm. and it's so wild how that becomes and why that becomes um, but it's a very, very, very solid movie. I gave a solid four out of five stars. If I could give it a random thing, it would definitely be like a 4.5 out of five for me. Um, I enjoyed it very much. It was so unique and different, but it was so enjoyable and I definitely recommend it. It was a, it was a sneaky, 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 good film. I loved it. Nice. Now are you done? Yeah. I probably gave away too much on that, but you know, it, it, I had to give it some sort of detail, you know, right. to that. All right, I will try to be quick. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. Uh, Maida High recently came back. And eh. Eh? It was eh. Uh, we finally see the little girl, Tsukasa Gojuin. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, basically the first half is uh, Yuri going to school. He's finally in school. Mm-hmm. After teasing Lilith again, I swear that's never going to get old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Yuri goes to school. Lilith is basically, what do what do I do? Because, <laughs> mm. you know, she's, she doesn't have a master. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, we, go, we see the little girl, Tsukasa. She wants to befriend Yuri, but she really is, you know, Shy and all that doesn't know. But like, oh yeah, hey, your parents died over the summer. Sucks mm -hmm. to be you. <laughs> That's kind of like yeah. that. Oh, God. And now, of course, Lilith doesn't listen, and she goes to the school to pick up Yuri after school. And then Yuri, like, oh no, I don't want people to look at you. I want, I want to look at you all day, every day, watch you all to myself, type of thing. Uh, Sukasa's like hiding in the background, secretly shipping those two, the forbidden romance of a young master maid. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, one's a boy and she's a fully grown woman, you know, the, all those details. Of course. And then you see uh, Sukasa's maid, mm -hmm. uh, Fujisaki, mm -hmm. and she knows L Lilith. She's like, hey, uh, hey you, you, you're the maid for him, right? I was like, yeah. All right, all right. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> and then uh, Tsukasa uh, goes to her maze. Like, I want you to wear this cute outfit that I drew. And she's like, I quit already. I don't want to. Yeah. It's like, no, wait, you don't have to. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fuck this shit. Yep. It's like, I resign as of today. <laughs> uh, that was part one. Part two is uh, Lilith is uh, doing food shopping. 
And she for the certain fish, she can't decide in town, so she has to go out of town. But she forgets her phone. So this worries Yuri. He's like, oh, God, she, I'm sure she's fine. And then, yeah, then he sees that he left her phone here, and now he's starting to feel lonely. So you find out that with Lilith around, it makes him, it makes him happy. <laughs> All that shit. So, and then eventually, uh, Lilith's like, "Oh, I'm stuck in the bus. Uh, who picks her up? Uh, Fujisaki, the other maid from the other house. So does that. Takes Lilith home. Yuri's like, "Where have you been? I've been worried." I felt lonely. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> that was it for that. It's not that funny. Uh, yeah, I can see why he dropped it. As he's on mute. <laughs> I'm doing my Japanese lessons so I don't interfere you while you're going at it. Oh, you are? Okay. All right. Devil's a part-timer. All right. Devil's a part-timer. All righty. Uh, Mao has no job. <laughs> Did you, wait, did you cut me off? Oops, my bad. I meant to unmute myself. Yeah, Mao lost his job. So what's his point? What's what he doing now? So McRonald's is being renovated. So for the next uh. few months, they're 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 not gonna work. So okay, uh, no big deal. I'll, I'll find another way. And you find out his apartment is also being renovated, so he has to vacate. Oh, perfect timing. The perfect timing. So he has no job. No. You know home. why? Why? That's God, not the devil. That's God. That's God working in mysterious <laughs> ways now. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, they found a tape for the landlady. Uh, says, this is what's going to do. All right. Well, if you're seeing this, that means the house, the apartment is being renovated. You're all being kicked out. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to call my daughter. She's looking for people to do work. So call her up. And this was like weeks ago. Cause so he didn't even look at this for two weeks. So he's like, "Ah, shit! I hope I hope she still needs me." Mm. So they called him. So oh yeah, it's uh it's out of town. It's like ten hours away, and it's ten thousand yen a day. Wow, that's a thousand dollars a day. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's uh it's that every day. Uh, meals included, housing included. So yeah, so he's like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna bring my subordinates with me." So, you know, Lucifer and Shiro. Mm-hmm. Gonna, so Lucifer's finally going to work. <laughs> mm. I know. Lazy bastards just doing Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is funny. Look at this shit. Bleach! <laughs> <laughs> that's that's me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, Mal talks to the manager of McRonald's. Like, oh yeah, I got a job and all this for right now. It's like, you'll come back, right? Yeah, I'll come back because you know she's like, he's like, back. he's like next in command. You ain't coming back. And, well, it's only a summer job this thing, so. Oh. Okay. But they'll actually have money for a change. Instead yeah. of pe- living off seven twenty-five. Better be legal. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, so, it's animated. Who knows? Uh, take easy. That's a drawing. <laughs> But anyway, the girls are going to Emmy, Suzuno, Chiho. She had to get her parents' permission because, you know, she's still in high school. Mm-hmm. They go. They they meet this person. Uh, it's this big, nice, exclusive beach house. It, it's, it's, it's a beach house. They do stuff for the beach. They, they throw parties and all this. Beaches. Beaches. 
And then uh, Mal's like, hey, if we actually clean up this one specific house, we can get a bonus. Right? Like, oh, yeah. If you, if you can do it a day, I'll get you a bonus. So mm-hmm. everyone starts working. And it looks nice. Mm-hmm. And something's coming. Cliffhanger. Uh-huh, I bet it is. Oh, it's I funny. You, it said I, you, you said something's coming, and I said I did this. And so, uh, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that. All right. All right, Shadow's house. You know, my hold on before you continue. My homegirl, who I hang out with a lot, she watched yeah. it over. She binged it basically, season one and um, and uh, half of season two, half of season two over like the fucking like two days that we hung out. Yeah. So I was watching the G one in one room, and she was watching Shadow's house in the living room. <laughs> and she loves it. She loves Shadow's house. I saw. Oh, I caught. I caught glimpses of it, including like most of the season of season one finale. Yeah. It's odd, I guess, because I don't have context. But it's just like yeah. so odd seeing how a normal human and like these blacked out fucking humans that are basically like ash are like yeah, they're, fighting. They're, yeah, they're just they're just ash. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. All right. Anyway, but anyway, what you call it? Uh, Sean and Emilico, the two dolls. Well, dolls. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they were talking about their lives when they were human. It's like, mm. I wonder what we were like and all this. Like, maybe our Shadow Masters, maybe that's what our, our names were. Mm-hmm. Like, Emilica was Kate before all this, mm-hmm. and Sean was John. Mm-hmm. So I like that. I thought that was nice. Uh, they were actually talking about their past life. Like, what Like what? What could they be? What What are they? Right. And what is the point of this place? I do want to. I, I'm curious about that. What is the? I point? I am too. Yeah, that's. I think that's really the mystery of this house. Why do I exist? You know, and like, and like how did it start? Where did these shadows come from? Or and, and it doesn't have to suit? do with the. It doesn't have to do with the shot they took. They take. Uh, they dr- they they drink stuff. They drink this cup. Because at the no. end, you see. because so when you see the opening of season one, you see the shadows taking the shot. When you see the conclusion of season one, you see they're in human form, which creeped yeah. me the fuck out. But yeah, that's why I, I was like, you I know, got, but with the dolls, they drink this uh, coffee with the suit that makes them like this brainwashed mm. to worship this grandfather type thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Sean and Minico, they've been basically been spitting out because they know what it does. It brainwashes them. Yeah. But she drank it this time. Mm. I'm like, hmm. So, yeah, this all this worries Kate. So, Kate gets her to snap out of it by because basically, you gotta drink water. Mm-hmm. Drink as much as you can to basically, basically, upchuck that crap <laughs> out of you. Oh. Mm-hmm. Before that, though, uh, Sean meets this person that's like causing a ruckus around there. She's talking about how she's actually not the enemy of what they're looking for. Sure, you're not so, we, so we don't, so we don't know her motive yet. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna be interesting when they when Kate actually meets this person, mm-hmm. this holy robe type ordeal. But no, um, nice stuff. Again, we're learning again. This is more about the dolls, about their previous life. See now, so like, of it, like I, I I follow this one even more now. Yeah, and and I and I like that, and I thought it was nice. Yeah, I mean they're obviously like a main focal point, so of course you want. Oh yeah. You know, exactly. like, why do, like I said, ash things exist? 
Yeah, and yeah, again, we still don't know that much about grandfather, so Yeah, he's creepy as shit too. Like he's definitely hiding some shit. No yeah. doubt. No doubt. No doubt. All right. Isekai OG San. Mm. More of the uncle. <laughs> mm. Love this uncle. Wow. Best uncle? Is that you know, you know, you know we, we, we really don't have a lot of anime uncles, do we? <sighs> Shigure from Fruits Basket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's creepy. <laughs> it's creepy. Yeah, creepy. Um... Um, the uncle from Boca no Pico? No, I'm just kidding. Stop it. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, we're going to get defunded. I said that as a joke, and there you are. You look mind fucked. You're like, <sighs> stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, where, where where was I? <laughs> I lost my train of thought. He's a Kyoji son. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oji son is talking. Oh, you're puzzled. You're so flustered. Talking about Fuji Mia. It's her birth. It's her birthday. <laughs> God damn. You're, you're fucking red. You're pink. You're fucking pink. Why are you bring that up, man? <laughs> I try to forget. You gotta draw a line in the sand, dude. Oh my you got, god! You gotta look inside yourself and go. What am I willing to put up with today? Oh my god! Not this. Hey, bro. I mean, that's like the poster people of trap. Done with you. <laughs> I'm done with you. Ah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I'm just saying this. Fuck this. I'm fuck this freak. I was gonna say it's a funny episode. Fuji Mia was new. She was almost new in the background. And then uh, what you call it? Takafumi. He sees her in this towel. She starts freaking out. Mm. So he he got he sends a smoke signal for his uncle to come back from wherever he was. A smoke signal. I love smoke signals. Yeah, mm. they, they, they they communicate from like signals and like there's like there's a flag <laughs> and it's upside down. It means danger or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then he's talking to me. He's like, like I, I can't look at you. You're naked. He's like, I want you to look at me. And of course, the uncle burns it with fire and ice ready to attack. It's like, what's the danger here? It's like, no, no, nothing. Stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, uh, what to call it? Uh, the uncle has his philosophy in life. A pinch is a chance. And he got this from a fucking video game. Puyo mm-hmm. Puyo Strategy Guidebook. It's like, 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 stop getting your stuff from fucking video games. Hey, you know, video games yeah. are helpful. They get you to where you need yeah, to go. His entire life is Sega. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> Sega. But uh, what you call it? We get more flashback of the uncle. He was sharing about his birthday experience in this other world. And, of course, the Sundari elf. Like They're chatting up and all this. And he got, and of course, the uncle's drunk. He grabs her by the wrist. They figure they're gonna, she's thinking they're gonna get it on. Oh, yeah, I saw that screenshot and she's like super blushing. She's like, Oh my god, don't put it in. No, no, not before that. That was before that. Oh, okay. Like, he has it, like, he has his arm around her. It was like he's about to cup a feel while she's like, it's like, let's go to my room and all this. Ah. So, so she takes it, she takes it to the door. 
I'm like, okay, I see you to get me to the door. Fuck you. Bye. Nah. It's like, dude. No. And of course, Takafumi Fujibar, this look is like, Uncle, what the fuck? <laughs> right. And then they go to the next night. They're in the dungeon. Uh, he's holding her and all this. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. of course, they're not doing anything. And the uncle really cannot hold his liquor. Mm. At all. And then we're back in the current time. He's drunk after like one bottle of something that's like very weak shit. As they learn her to go fly. So he throws them out the window. <laughs> what the fuck? He throws them out the window. Boy, was, was last week throw people out the window? Yes. Somewhere else, too. Yes. We'll talk about later. I guess that was that was throw people out yeah. the window week last week. Yeah, but it's like he's like holding on to them. Like, like, they're all, like it's like you're like how you skydive, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like drunkenly spinning around with them. That's, that's how we <laughs> It was just funny. We're good. Motherfucker had a, a shot of old duels and fucked them up. Yes, but basically, yeah. Alrighty, uh, summertime rendered. All right. I'm gonna end with class. I'll end with classroom this time. Okay. Because classroom was really good. All right. Alrighty. Uh, this one was a holy fuck type of moment. Oh, okay. <clears throat> well, Sean uh, made it seem like it wasn't that great because he's like, "Oh, fucking uh, engaged kiss was better." Well, no, no, <laughs> no. Uh, what you call it? Uh, Shinpei, he's uh, try what was that doctor's name again? These nuts, no, Kari Kiri. Uh, yeah, basically, Kari Kiri is talking to Shinpei, he was talking about Final Fantasy 7, how he loves the game because it talks about life. Mm-hmm. And then Shinpei was talking about he gets stuff for life through for books, mm-hmm. and he's talking about the Swap Man book mm-hmm. that uh, Hase wrote. Where, where it's basically about the shadow people, the shadow mm-hmm. sickness. Mm-hmm. And then he's talking to Kari Kiri, and he says, I know you're Shide, the shadow forearm guy, the big forearm guy. Mm-hmm. And you find out that Kari Kiri is a half shadow. Mm-hmm. Like, he's been around for 300 years. What the fuck? So... And he uses Hain... To make a, to like basically make a copy of him every time a, t- a kid is born, so he's transferred through another baby each time with all those memories and everything. So, so why is he half though? Because I really cannot. I really cannot explain that. Well, then I would make him. A, I would just make him like a super shadow. That he's like, to- he, like he was there when he was like he was there when this whale when thing Earth existed. Yeah, like he was there when it happened. <laughs> like he was there. He saw this uh, whale that washed up on shore. There was like original shadow thing that came from the sea, which is where they're from. It was a whale. Oh, they're from the sea. Yeah. Oh, they're at the bottom of the sea. That makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> so he encountered that like years ago. So Poseidon made these. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they come from the bottom of the sea. So I'm like, oh, Poseidon. That makes yeah, sense, right? he is. Hey, he if they is, ever he, if they ever do a live action version of fucking summertime rendering and they're coming yeah. from the sea, you already know Jason Momoa is going to be in that bitch. Yeah, what you call it? He is the son and lover of Hain, gay lover. No, like she made him into a shadow 
Oh, never mind. Hain's a girl. I thought it was a boy. Yeah, yeah Hain's a girl. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah, she turned into a shadow, and basically they have kids together each time. <laughs> so they have shadow kids? Yes. Or are they human kids? It's half and half. <laughs> and that's how he gets... Again, his life cycles each time she gives birth with him. So technically, she fucks her son. Yes. Yes. Because anime. Yeah. Because Japan. Yeah. So, yeah, like we find out about this, and Ushido, she gets pissed off at what he says about, like, because, you know, he killed Shinpei's parents. Mm -hmm. Cuts his head off. Like, his head's cut in half, this shadow thing. Oh, Kobe Bryant style. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. So Shide, oh, so Shide is dead. So you think, mm. and it, it was a fake. So the real mm. one basically stabbed Ushio Shadow like with the sickle thing, mm-hmm. cut her in half. She's dead. Ushio is dead, right in front of Shinpei. Dead, dead. For right now, yes. She's For right dead, now, because you know, because we, we well, we don't know, <clears throat> but right now she's dead, dead. As she and he takes this weapon and chucks it at Shinpei, stabs him through the chest. He goes out the window. He stabs in the tree. He's out dead. the window. He's dead. And then she just says, "Like yeah, like you lost now because what you call it? She was dead. You're on your own." And yeah, and, and Shinpei loops, and she's not there. Mm. That's how the episode ended. So I'm like, fuck. <laughs> but you know, so she'll probably be gone until like the season finale. I I think in like two episodes she'll be back. We'll see. Damn, two? Two to three. As of right now, we don't know what's going on. <clears throat> Is that like an average of when characters that you think are gone, gone come back? Two to three? I guess. It, it really depends. Yeah. But no, this was just jaw drop like they actually did this type of thing mm-hmm. hey. and this and, and this how they set it up thinking that she could be legit dead again type angel of thing. angel wants steaks uh sean wants steaks there you go steaks yeah and not steaks. the kind you eat exactly i would love a steak yeah that'd be nice right now right right nice okay uh one more for me i'm right classroom of the elite you did yours in like 25 minutes. I did mine in like 50. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, what you call it? Uh, Hori, uh, she goes, she finds, talks to the guy that was walking out at the, at the game. So what's his name again? Uh-huh. Too, many class, too many classmates. Uh, Ken. She goes to Ken. She's trying to... Hold on, before you continue, you said too many classmates. Do you end up knowing each... Does each classmate in that class like have... It's Because it's a normal class, right? In like, class... You learn from every single class, A, B, C, and D. No, but you said there's too many classmates. So, like, is it a normal class? Like, with, like, 20, 25 people? Yeah. And do each of them, like... You you, you know them? about half of them in each class. Okay, so there's still background guys that are... There's, just... there's some background, but there's a lot of them that help in plot-wise. Oh, okay. So, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, there's a few main ones... That you, you do see that revolves around the actual people, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Ken is one of them. He's like this like tough guy, like he's he's like the big doof doofus type of thing. Like he's good at sports and all this. He usually thinks of his fist type of thing. Mm. So unless you talk to him rationally, he'll 
start to understand it. What's two plus two? Thomas Jefferson, <laughs> sucker. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Suzune, she talks to him, tries tries to calm him down, type of thing. Mm-hmm. She, she start, and then she starts opening up about herself. Like she's actually growing as a character. Just just being this heartless bitch mm-hmm. that like pushes people away. Mm-hmm. Like, she's actually trying to be a person. That's what her brother wanted. That's mm-hmm. why her brother basically neglects her because mm-hmm. she's like like you like you're just by yourself. That's not what I taught you. Type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like you you do this you, and that's why you're weak. Type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then. Eventually, the guy he comes back, and now they're we're doing this relay race. Mm-hmm. And guess who's racing Ayata Koji near the end? The uh, student council president. I was gonna say the the one he told you to open the legs or no? No, Amanabu, uh, her 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 brother, the student council president. Okay. So he's like, I was like, oh shit, okay. <laughs> and That's he cool. want and he and he wants to know about Ayata Koji. Mm-hmm. Like he's trying to learn about him because he he knows that Ayata Koji basically got hat fifty out of a hundred on every test on purpose. Mm-hmm. That's why he's in class D. So like like he wants to know like where did he come from like why like why is he doing this type of thing? Mm-hmm. He finds him he finds him interesting. Omoshidoi. Yeah, so he wants so he wants to race so he's so like they're paired up in this race like they're gonna race together. Mm-hmm. And I, I, Koji says, "I'll race you by one condition: run like run like your life depends on it. Mm-hmm. Like he wants him at his best. <laughs> mm-hmm. And when they're going, he has it for the president. He has a baton, but he's not running. Mm-hmm. He's he's waiting for I, I, Koji get to get his. Mm-hmm. So all the students are passing them. Mm-hmm. Like I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. And then he eventually gets it, and they start running. Mm-hmm. They're passing everyone." Even I coach is like, I'm actually gonna have to run seriously. Mm-hmm. He lost. <laughs> Rip. Yeah. Um the yeah, Mountabu actually won. I, like like you don't see it either. It's like you see like a white flash as like you see the crowds cheering and you find out, yeah, like he lost still. <laughs> then Ayana Koji talks to Suzune for a bit, and she says there's something I gotta take care of. Mm-hmm. You remember when I talked in the last episode where the villain wanted her to grovel before him? Yeah. So she goes to see him. Mm. She meets a Ryuan. And uh, who else is there? Kushida. The girl that... Not time splitter. The... What'd you call it? The... Uh... <laughs> you know, you got my joke? It was... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> time splitter. Mm. Not that. Not that Kushida. <laughs> uh, before that, though... Before all that, though, I got ahead a little bit. I got Koji talks to Kushida. Like I, he even said to her, "Like I know you're the traitor still." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "What if I am? Are you gonna tell people? Because remember, your your hands on my clothes still from when I made you touch my breasts." Oh, but like, I still have that. Like, like, does she not fucking wash that shirt? Because <laughs> it's been because it's been like six months. Kimoi. Yeah, and she talks about why she's doing it because she wants Suzune expelled from school. Mm. And she doesn't say why still. Mm. All Ayana Koji knows is that she hates Suzune. And Kushida's there with you while Suzune's trying to talk to him. And she's like, I know it's you. Cut the shit. Like, like, talk, like, like cargo voice? Cut the shit. Yeah, it was basically that. And she's <laughs> like, yeah, and she's like, oh, what are you talking about? I don't know. I have no idea. It's like, 
all right, seriously, drop the act. Okay, Tony Schiavone. Yeah. And then she's basically like, I knew you look familiar because you're someone I knew from middle school. Mm. So then she starts, then, yeah, then because she just starts dropping the act. Mm-hmm. And her thing is, she's trying to get rid of everyone that knew about her in middle school. Because what was she like in middle school? We don't know. As a fact, we don't know. We'll find out next episode. We'll find out. And then, uh, what'd you call it? Was she the class whore? Maybe. No, she's, I think she's just a schizo. I think she. And then Ryuyan, she's it's like, he, right, okay. And then the guy Ryuyan, he so he's like, so I so I'm a friend too to you too type of thing. Mm. And she's like, ah, oh, maybe, but I'm working with you for now to to so I can get rid of her first. Mm-hmm. And then Ryu, he respects that because like, all right, like yeah, if you want to get rid of every, if you want me to top the class, get rid of everyone. Yep, fuck fuck everyone. But if they see Suzune, she recorded the whole thing. Ah, so gotcha, bitch. Yeah, but <laughs> but wait, there's more. Ryu was doing the same thing. Oh, because she's, she's like, I'll edit out what you said. Mm. He's like, oh, guess what? I have the whole thing too. Ah. and I'm not gonna edit it. Ah. so about you groveling. Yeah, <laughs> and she was about to, and then Ryu gets a text on his phone saying, "You need to watch this now." Or listen to this. Mm-hmm. He so hits play, and it's him talking to his classmates about, "Hey, I'm going to break your leg to screw them over." Mm. So someone recorded him, mm. and then Ryu realizes that Suzune is not the one he's looking for from the previous season. Mm-hmm. Like, so you're not the mastermind. Like, you're you're being used too. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "I'm done with you now." <laughs> nah. Because now it's it's Ayana Koji. Mm-hmm. Somehow he recorded him. <laughs> mm. So it's like, okay, now it's a real cat. I'm asking Ayana Koji and Ryu. Creepy. So I'm like, all right, interesting. Like, the game's a footnote. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was where the uh, episode ended. Bro, it's so, so, many, so much like, you fuck me? You fuck on me? No, I fuck on you. So basically, Ayana Koji is one step ahead of all of them. Mm-hmm. Still. Always. So now we're going to figure out as it goes out, like, eh, like let's see what happens next. Mm-hmm. That's it for me. All right, buddy. All right, let's get to it. Uh, da, 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 da. Start with the itchies. We always do. All righty. Uh... Was the least ashy, least good ashy. Uh, stepmother. No, fuck this. I always want to start with a girlfriend because I hate running girlfriend. No, I was not running girlfriend. It wasn't that bad though. This, this I, I like. I still like Ruka. Yeah, I'm Team Ruka, no doubt. I am 100 percent Team Ruka. Oh yeah. Well, and Saki. I, I also like Sumi. I also like Sumi. 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 I don't know why I said Saki. Sumi. I guess because yeah. I said Saki because of fucking metamorphosis. Still, goddamn. Yeah, stop it. Fuck. I know. It ruined me. I know, but uh, what you call it? It's uh, Ruka and Kazuya talking mm-hmm. the, at the karaoke shop. Hey, Matt, how you doing, buddy? Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome Konnichiwa. to our show. Konnichiwa. But uh, <laughs> what you call it? They're, they're talking there, and guess who pulls up? Mommy, <laughs> worst girl, worst, worst girl. You know, she's made with Kazuya. Worst boy, worst girl. 
No, I mean, bro, but she's toxic, bro. Like, Kazi is just a fucking simpy fucking douche. He's an idiot. Well, idiot. well, mommy is just, yeah, she's just full on toxic. Bro. And yeah, she's talking about how she wants to rent the karaoke room for a school project. Mm-hmm. And then Ruka sees uh, Kazi again flustered. It's like, why? And why she, like, why she call him Kazuko? <laughs> Kazuko. It's just, it's like all this. And Kazi's trying to make her to shut up. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Right, and then yeah, eventually yeah, she goes in the in the karaoke room. It's like, oh yeah, I was here before. The then Kazi's like, oh yeah, with Chica. Mm-hmm. But everything like, always rolls back. Yep, and Ruka. Oh, you're forgetting. Back. By the way, you're forgetting. You're you're talking about the main things, but you did forget <clears throat> that um, what's his dick got uh that Kazia managed to get uh Chizuru's actual phone number. Yeah. You did forget that because yeah, he was, yeah, he was hung over, and they looked at his phone and he saw the actual contacts. Yep, and she's like, not, ah, not, not, yeah, not, not the, not his rental, not her rental work, like her actual legit phone number. Yeah, so he's like, I don't know, I, I should play it cool, I should play it cool, and he goes to the fridge because he's dying of, of fucking thirst. Yeah, and hangovers um, will do that to you. Yep, it does. And so he goes in there and he, she sees a nice uh, juice and it says drunkard on the juice. And she's like, oh, Chizuru, I sent for you. Add. Yeah. But then Chizuru's like, oh, I guess. Yeah. Add. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Also, we find out how Mommy knows about Kazuya's job through for for his fucking friend, Yoshiaki. I don't know why they're friends. Like, Kaz- no, you know, he was a bro to Kazuya. Even wanted to beat the chat. Like, dude, what the fuck? I know, bro, but uh, Kazuya, I don't but know like, what, what the fuck? But yeah, then Ruka kicks on the door, all star style. Somebody wants, <laughs> and hmm. then she's like, What's your relationship with Kazuya? Right, tell me right now, you motherfucker. We're just classmates. You're his ex girlfriend, aren't you? Well, and, guess and then, what. And We're together. And then Bobby's like, what? And he slept in my house and we had amazing sex and he came in my mouth and it tastes like fucking cheeseburgers. Was he su- was she sucking corny? <laughs> <laughs> I got him back. <laughs> You know, I wanted to say Skittles, and the word Skittles didn't come up, but cheeseburgers did. That's why I said cheeseburgers. Yeah. But, well, but yeah, she, she goes off like, "Yo, like, yeah, oh, you're and then toxic." And then Kazi's the like, "Shut the fuck up, right? Get now. out of his life. You're toxic. He's got me. We're together." I was like, "Tell him, bitch." I was like, "Tell him, bitch." He spent the night in my, in, I spent the night at his house and we had a night of passionate love. And he was all on top of me saying how much he loves yeah. me. Also, she was mad. Me. She was mad that, uh, what you call it, Chizuru is not, is over. It's like, what? Why are you not? Or she asleep? Like, no, because I told her. I was like, ah. Just... Right. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's like, just what an amazing girlfriend I am. I let him see Chizuru still. And then Bobby's like, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Just and like whole and the, all this going on, like Rook is gonna get stabbed. <laughs> He's right in an alleyway. Here. She knows too much. But you see fucking cold ass Ruka start like, oh, that must have been her bag. No, but that bag doesn't scream teen girl. It's, it screams young adult mommy, woman. Ruka. Mommy, yeah, mommy said that. And oh, yeah, you, but, you know, but after, after all that, you see Ruka crying. It's like, I yeah. am your girlfriend, damn it. Like, yeah. I am. <laughs> I love you more than any of those girls. 
And I felt bad. I really felt bad. I, for her, I really do. I felt so bad for her. Like, bro, I feel, you know something? Honest to God, I'll say this now. Out of all the girls you see that get rejected, like, the only person that was a harder rejection, I think, was Rem that I've seen so far. Yeah. I think. No, I, let me, I take that back. Um, uh, what's her face from uh, uh, from? Did you ever see um, Teen Snafu well, Climax? Oh yeah, we, yeah, we watched. Yeah, we watched it. Yeah, fucking what's her face? Yeah, fuck. Uh, Yui, Yui, Yui's there up yeah. there too. Ah, uh, yeah, fuck. Yeah, Yui's up there too. But I no, felt... she's getting up there, and she's getting up there in terms of like the rejections. Yeah, dude. I I felt so bad for for Yui. <laughs> I know, me too. Like first in front of her, and then again later. Yui's probably the number one rejection, followed by Rem. Yeah. And then, I mean, she's getting up there, bro. Fucking uh, Ruka's getting up there in terms of like rejected girl. Uh, don't worry, Hero will be next in Cuckoo's. <laughs> and Sachi. No, I'm kidding. No, stop. I don't get away. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Like, they always do this. Like they want you to like the one you like is the one they're not gonna pick. <laughs> Basically. Every time. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Basically. Uh, but yeah, anyway, that happens. And then what you call it? Bobby's on the train thinking things over. And then Cheezer is there and she's hold and she has the bag that mommy the saw in the apartment. Yep. Like, hey, like have a seat. <sighs> They have a casual conversation and it's weird. And then they get off the same stop. And at the end, she's like, oh, before you leave, just to make sure, I just want to ask, you're not seeing him, are you? Gulp. No. Okay. It's like, I thought so. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, she's fucking lying. I fucking cunt. Uh, (laughs) That that happens like, all right. (laughs) She's fucking losing her shit. And that's the end of the episode. Until it's not the end of the episode. Yeah. There's yeah, an after credit. There's an after credit. I looked for it this time. I you specifically looked, for it, looked time. for it. Yeah, because I was like, oh, these always have fucking after credits. So when I went to credit, I looked and I was like, yeah, it's... oh, there's an after credit. Yeah, and it's mommy this time. Fucking psycho. She tried she tried to look up Ruka, her her account like pro like private. Yep. And she sees Kazuya's uh, grandmother. First off, why does Kazuya's grandmother have a Twitter? Second off, yo, yo, she, yo she's, she's all she's all up in social media. Great, granny gushing. Crazy. <laughs> that is crazy though. No, she got laid. I don't tell. I don't... <laughs> no, I'm talking about fucking mommy. She's fucking. Oh, crazy. I'm, I'm talking about, I'll, yeah, she, she, she as the grandmother. Yes. She said, "Oh yeah, Kazuya wanted me to meet her. That's kind of why I broke up with him." <laughs> is it really? No, she's just a bitch. She's like all this, like I was like, "Let's break up, okay?" That spoiler <laughs> that you told me was that before she met Kazuya or after the the, 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 pre- the pregnancy. That's a spoiler. You're not supposed to say Bef- it. Before. Okay. That was before Kazuya. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think like 15, 16. Around there. A whore. She's a psychopath. Slutter. Hold on. Psychopath. Slutter. Slutter. All right. Now let's do a stepmother next. All right. Let's start off with stepmother. You take over. All right, I gotta remember. Whoa, I didn't mean to click on this. Whoa, it's drawing a blank for me. But I know Ooh. there's a lot of Jesus Christ, a lot of, a lot of where. <laughs> no, I didn't mean to. 
Uh, all right, stepmother. Uh, what the fuck happened, stepmother? Bup, 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 I know uh, foot uh, fetish uh, shit with us. Foot? A lot of feet stuff. Foot fetish. Oh. Um. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, um, the episode starts off with. But does it start off with this? I don't remember. <laughs> fuck no. What um. Did you? We didn't go over the one where they did the the classroom, right? Where they're like the first place. We didn't. We haven't gone over that one because it's been two weeks, right? Yeah, it's been two weeks. We haven't gone over it. Okay, so we'll start off with the two episodes before that. I start off with two episodes. I know Matt's trying to save time, but we kind of can't. Well, we can't, I guess. Basically, the previous episode before last, um, there's a competition, a healthy competition between, um, uh, what the fuck are their names? Uh, mini, not Minito. Um. Mizuto and uh, Yume. And so we find out Yume basically like fantasizes. Like all she thinks about is being the number one in the class, number one in the class, number one in the class, number one in the class. That she Her existence relies on her being number one in the grade. Mizuto is the only person to ever beat her. And he did it through no effort. And he continues to show to this day, no effort. And it pisses off yume because it's like oh like you show no effort like you know whatever and she's like oh well, unlike you i have to actually try they so much so they get into a fight and we'll get into this um they start their finals and yume does fantastic and they get their their final grade back and yume is pissed off because uh you see that uh what's his face with no effort uh what's it called uh i think it was in the math class no effort uh what's it called Mizito just stops taking the test so he can get like yeah, a she didn't fill in, she didn't fill in the final answer. Yeah, he didn't fill in the final. It was like a final block, and she's like, "Oh, I know you yeah. know the answer to these questions. Why didn't you do yeah, it?" Uh, and also, this was, also this is the latest episode. Actually, this was the we we covered last one. <laughs> is it? Yeah, th- yeah. This is the current episode, the one we're talking about right now. <laughs> is it? Yep, I'm looking right now. Yeah, I thought the whole yeah the, the, the last the last one was like a Mother's Day thing. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All yeah, right. So we're, we're, we're on, on the current one. We're on the current one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, my yeah. Bad. So um, she gets pissed off. They get into a fight in front of their mother. Their, mo- their yeah. mother's so funny because she's like so emotional, but she doesn't know how to be like a parent too. She's like, they start fighting. They literally, they're about to fucking like fight. Like uh, Yuma's about to slap Mizuto and her mother stops him. And then Mizuto gets pissed off, throws his book and they start shouting. And the mother's like, oh, husband, no no sama. Like she oh, runs away. Honey, while they're, they're gonna they're gonna have angry sex later. You <laughs> see? Clump, 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 clump. Are, is see, that all you, you see? You, you'll you'll hear a wall banging. I would love to see their interaction during sex. Like, is that all you got? Psh, pathetic chimpo. Fucking. It's like, I guess I guess you're gonna call me Onichan when I top you. <laughs> For real, right? Chisai chimpo Onichan. Also, anyway. we finally see the other girls. I haven't finished yet. I haven't oh, finished yeah, sorry, yet. We haven't gotten to the other girl yet. So I haven't finished yet. So anyway, we um so what's it called? Uh they get into a fight, whatever happens, happens. The next morning, uh uh what's it called? Um Mizzy Toe's like, you know what? I think I do want a taste of the top today. And so they go through the rest of their finals week, they get their grades back. Mizuto tops her. Through like no effort again, fucking Yume is like. That's how you word it. He topped her, Devin. He topped he, her, pal. He, he topped her. He beat her. He beat her. 
He beat her with no effort, just no effort. And Yume is number two. And at first, she gets like upset, you know, da da da. And Mizuto likes to gloat a little bit, and he's like, "Oh, you know, come take your spot back, little second place, Hime." Onichan, whatever the fuck, basically like talking shit. And so at first she gets like really emotional because it's like, oh man, my entire existence is over because I'm not number one. Um, all my friends are gonna leave me, I'm gonna be lonely, I have no friends. And then you see all of Yume's friends come over and they're like, You still got number two, like you're really amazing, you're so smart. Like, yeah. I didn't get anywhere close to that, like you're great, and it makes her feel better. And she starts crying out of happiness that like she realizes that being number one isn't all that it's cracked up to be and her friends aren't gonna they're not superficial they're not gonna leave her just because she's not the smartest person in the grade anymore and so that made her feel good and then yes as matt said we get our new girl our new girl is mizuto's friend her name is isana higashira isana so we'll call her isana easy um so yeah so we see isana and she they're in the same grade and they are like super close, super duper close. And there's also, I guess, some foot fetish shit going on because she loves taking off her socks and shoes. And then when she's done and she's going to leave, she asks me to tell, do you mind putting my socks on and twinkles her little toes in his face? And, and I, I, I know the over. person I Carly was directing this. <laughs> and so, uh, so they put the socks on, but no, they get along with, they, they talk about manga and they have like similar personalities and stuff, but she's also very shy. And so as they're walking out, you see um, Minami and uh, Yume, they're together, they're walking out and they're like, yo, who's the girl with you? And they're like, oh, it's my friend. And like the girl's like hiding like a cat, like, <laughs> like looking around and shit, like, <laughs> bra. Anyway, uh... <laughs> <laughs> see what I did there? <laughs> um, and so it's a little awkward at first, but then as you see their interactions, like as Yume sees the interactions between um, Isana and, and Mizuto, she gets jealous and she's like, wow, I can't believe I feel jealousy. Da, 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 da. Um, and so she starts acting like normal. She starts acting like positive and happy and not like a bitch to her fucking brother. And her brother's like, she's not a bitch. This isn't normal. This is fucking weird. And so she he goes to to Isana and she's like, hey, you know, my sister's being weird. My stepsister's being weird. And then she's like, oh, why don't you just like talk to her about it? Like for real. And they're like, oh, yeah. really? Like that's simple. Just, you know, confront her about it. OK, so they have a confrontation and everybody lays everything out. Basically, she does. Uh, Mizuto doesn't like the fact that um, that she's not acting like a bitch. Why are you not acting like a bitch? And then Yuma eventually admits that, like, hey, I'm a little jealous, you know, like the fuck. And she's like, oh, well, you don't have to be jealous. Just a friend. Da, 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 da. I'm like, all right, whatever. And she's like, I'm not a creep for being jealous, right? She's like, no, nope, you're you're a total fucking creep. Creep creep as fuck. You jealous of your little brother's friend. Mm? Of your big brother's friend, I should say. Big brother's friend. Mm? And so um, they have the conversation. And then the next day, as they're leaving, they have proper introductions. And Yume and um, Isana, they have a conversation. Same thing with Minami. They all have a conversation. And, you know, everything's cool. They all walk home together. Um, and you can tell that there's something developing somewhere between um, Isana and uh, and Mizuto. Specifically, uh, I think Minami, was it Minami or was it Yume that straight up asked Isana, like, hey, do you have feelings for uh, Mizuto? And she, it was Yume. And then she blushes and she's like, you know, there's only two times that I've ever wanted to be a guy this time. And then the first time I got my period. And then so <laughs> that made me chuckle. <laughs> It made me chuckle. And then um, uh, Mizuto's like, see, like, would a girl that likes me talk that crudely about her period? 
And they're like, no, you're right. That's we, you don't talk about periods with, with guys. What the fuck? And so um, that's how they go. They have a conversation. But then Minami can see through it. Minami is like, you know, I think that there's something going on. You want to help me get you want to help me get them together. And Yuma is like, huh? What? And that's how the episode ends. Yeah, it was a fun episode. It was a very fun episode. Fun new character. Yes. I hope she wins, but she's not going to. No. No. I hate it. I know. It's not a harm, technically, so. Ugh. Speaking of harm. Cuckoos. Couple of cuckoos. Oh, I thought we were going to do all the etchies. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll do harm labyrinth. It was, it was, I wasn't feeling this one. Because they didn't fuck? Well, no. The first half, I really didn't care about it. It was just more of the simple uh, they beat the first boss. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was really yeah. They do it a couple of times. Yeah, well, uh, you have technology skill, and then I mean, yeah, because there was like a herb class type of thing. Yeah, herbology. So basically, after yeah. they defeated the after tree. they defeated the tree, the the monster tree, they get a leaf, and um, Roxanne unlocks a new skill called herbology, which are herbalist, herbalist that basically yeah. allows her to take leaves and such and make uh make medicine so she yeah. uh, they defeat the boss as matt said several times they get enough leaves and they make poison medicine and uh what's his face what's his name which one oh, the guy the main guy yeah i forget his name michio michio's yeah. like oh shit they can uh they could they're poison animals and they're like yeah of course the fuck why wouldn't there be and he's like oh let's get fucking uh antidotes so they go buy antidotes and they make some antidotes themselves and that's that um you see them basically um as they're walking home uh, uh, what's his dick? Michio notices some bandits that are spying. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, he pins. Yeah, he he pins Roxanne against the wall. And says, "Don't look." But those are bandits, and they're outside of the uh, the slave house. So they walk in the yeah, slave so house, and they tell they the, the guy. Yeah, they talk to the slave master, and he's like, "Hey, you got some bandits outside of your house." And he's like, "Well, that was to be expected. The bandit that you brought in, somebody bought the bandit." And they were talking to the bandit, and they requested that the bandit stay in the house with an with a door that has an unlocked key. And you know they paid for him, so I have to listen yeah. to him. So he's like, "Yeah, you know that wouldn't shock me." He's like, "I wasn't worried too much about it because who the fuck is gonna rob a slave house in the middle of of the of the the biggest town in you yeah. know like why would anybody do that?" And he's like, "Oh well, that's fine. We warned you. It is what it is." So as uh, Michio's gonna leave, Roxanne asks a favor like hey you know i really was appreciative of the of the women in the house that you know you know taught me how to be you know who i am and they took really good care of me i want to take care of them so uh he's like all right i understand so he offers his services to the slave master as a bodyguard and uh the slave master accepts they end up staying in the house they get paid for it they wake up of course with a kiss and the episode ends with uh i I thought it was a phone job for a second i thought so too I was like, yeah. the angle they were, I was like, is she blowing him? <laughs> I thought so too. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to see this shit on fucking. Well, uh, no, it's a, it's, it was a good morning kiss. Like, it's morning? They look and very they dark out. And they censored the kiss. <sighs> I didn't even bother, though. Like, I was hoping there would be sex so I can, like, go back, like, I'd have the last couple episodes yeah, and go back to the yeah. version. But they censored the yeah, kiss. Yeah, the kiss was even that bad. The kiss and fucking engage kiss was better. Yeah, that. Yeah, and then yeah, and that was where the episode ended. Really, like oh, like it's time to begin. Yeah, and then they blow the fucking lights out, and everybody's in the dark about to face these bandits. So, yeah, um, it was all right. Yeah, uh, not the best one, but no, it's expected. It's the it's to be honest, 
it's the best and worst etchy of the three. Yeah. It's the best because you actually get sex. It's the worst because it's like the shittiest story. Yeah. Out of the three. Vermeil is way better. And then Stepmom has got the best story of the three. But even then. But as, out of the three, the paper mail is better by slightly. <laughs> Vermeil is the best, I think, as a whole. As an overall whole, Vermeil is the best because you get etchy and you get solid story. And so let's transition to Vermeil before we move on to Cuckoo's. Yes, uh, Vermeil. Yes, episode. a really, really good episode of Vermeil. Yeah, there's probably their probably their best one. It is probably definitely their best one. Yeah, Vermeil is still in her psycho true mm-hmm. form. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then what you call Otto is there. He sees him. <laughs> uh, Vermeil's out of control. Uh, yep. She she goes to try to kill Obsidian. Mm-hmm. And Alto jumps in the middle of it. Yep. Like, no, don't do it. Stab through the heart. Yep. And Vermeil's like, fuck. Yep. And Thirsty Girl's like, I can't do anything. Yep. Yeah. And then, yeah, Alto's trying to talk. He's still, he's like, it's okay. So Alto passes out and he's like, oh shit. And then so Vermeil gets pissed off and goes after him again. And then this time, Alto wakes up from his fucking blood loss. He stabs from the heart. <laughs> he's like, he's pouring, just gushing blood everywhere. Yes. And he hugs Vermeil and manages to snap Vermeil out of his, uh, out of, I'm sorry, out of her rage by saying, like, it's okay. It's okay. Everything is okay. I don't blame you. It's not your fault. And he dies. Yep. Alto yeah, dies. And everyone's shocked. Vermeil's still pissed off. Um, Vermeil goes after Obsidian. And yep. manages to, you know, corner him. And Obsidian's like, nope, you're not going to defeat me. And so Obsidian stabs himself in the neck with yeah, his Yeah, well, he injects twin. himself with nanomachines, son. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. <laughs> nanomachines. And so basically the injection that he was, um, that he was, in, that he put in is basically the, the souls, I believe, of the demons that he has killed, like lesser demons. Yeah. And so he becomes a lesser demon himself. Thinking like, ah, oh, you can't beat me. I'm a demon now, just like you. Well, and then okay. he, he gets stopped by Elena. <laughs> no, he does not Elena. Incorrect. Not so, Elena. No, not Elena. So he goes after the fight, and um, what's her face? Vermeil fucking attacks, and yeah. she's like, oh, like wow, it's crazy. Like you know, but I'm still a demon. And then it was Chris. Oh, Chris sorry. Came. Yeah, it was Chris. <laughs> Chris came and fucking attacked uh, Obsidian. Pinned him down, and then it was uh, what's her face with the final blow? It was um, Vermeil. Vermeil hit yeah. the final blow on Obsidian. They end up arresting Obsidian. Um, and that paper thing, I guess, was it an accomplice or was it a part? We, we don't. We don't know. We don't know. It was an accomplice, basically, to to Obsidian. Um, and so they arrest Obsidian, and um, that basically paper thing disappeared. <laughs> everything disappears. Alto. It is again basically dead, and yeah. um, uh, what's her face? Vermeil. No, the other girl. Lilia. Lilia was like, "Oh my god, like you're gonna let him die," and uh, and Vermeil's like, "No, he's not gonna die. He'll be fine." And she kisses him passionately, and his wound magically heals. Wow. So later on, you see Vermeil. She's still naked. I don't know why they didn't yeah. give her clothes. She's still naked at the top of like the the the, the dueling place. Right. And oh, before we continue, basically, Chris returned back over to uh, Rex's side, which was cute. Yeah, I that was, was nice. Cute. That was very nice. That was a nice little touch. 
Um, anyway, so we see Alto speak to Vermeil on top of the dueling tower, thanks him again. Like, thank you. Like, I'm saved. You know, I'm appreciative. And Vermeil's like, I'm sorry. And Alto's like, well, what are you sorry for? Everything's good. I'm alive. Everything's good. Like, he's no, like, eh, not quite. <laughs> no, you're dead. And he's like, huh? Nani? And yeah. she was like, yeah, you got stabbed through the heart. So you don't have a heart. And she's like, well, I'm alive. Like, yeah, because I you gave my you my heart. And he's like, what? And yeah, so goes, now in order to save you, I gave you my heart. So you have the heart of a demon. You now need demon mana. And if you die, I die. And if, if I, I die, die, you die. You die. So they and, have that soul contract, the soul binding. And Alto is shook, like, holy shit. And then he's like, Why the fuck would you do that? And he's like, She's like, I didn't want you to die. You know? Yeah, and then so, and now Vermeil's like being distant towards alto yeah you see Vermeil over the next couple days be distant and now it's the opposite it's the opposite ends where alto needed to feed Vermeil. Vermeil now needs to feed alto demon mana in order yep. for the heart to continue to take yeah she said yeah she even said it's not gonna be all the time just for a few years till her till no, it she gets said used like, to him said like a few decades but I say like yeah yeah it's basically it's until he gets used to it. Yeah, and then she's like, "Well, you won't need me anymore." And then they, they have a confrontation basically about feelings, and they basically kind of confirm that like, "Yo, they have legitimate feelings for each yeah, other." Yeah, he 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 kissed her without taking mana. Yep. And then she re- and then she remembers stuff like you should kiss someone if you really like yep. them. And she gets super embarrassed, and while Alto, who still is still himself, he runs away because I can't believe I just kissed her. Yep, I was cute. But it was a really that's good storytelling. More good storytelling. Yeah. Have you seen a new visual? Yes. Can't wait. Looking interesting. Yeah, we're at the halfway point for it, so we are indeed. Solid shit, pal. Solid shit, pal. All right, All right let's do now. Cuckoo. Now cuckoos. Yes, we've been dying to do cuckoos. The detective sisters. Tante was Erica and Sachi. Basically, uh, Sachi wants to spy. On Hero. It's like, why does Oni Chan like her? What's so great about her? And you just find out she's just the nicest human being. She's perfect. Yeah, they're nice nice to children. Can do can do sports. Can turns in a hundred yen coin. Guys, you know how much a hundred yen is? A A dollar. dollar. Less than a dollar. Yeah, but it doesn't mean though. Even though Sachi's like, oh, she's gonna steal it. Oh, that fucking bitch. <laughs> Bro. But no, gives it gives it straight to the police. Like, Don't wow, we- that was she's like, wow, that was so much trouble. She's like, no, it's not that much trouble. I'm sure somebody's looking for it. No one is looking for a dollar, honey. Well, it, okay. keep it. Better. Keep but no, but no. Um, but yeah, again at the park, she's playing with kids. Yes. And then they're like and then Sachi's with Erica. Like, so we're basically just stalking at this point, right? Like, yeah. Basically. And, and yeah, like, not- and of course, Umino, Umino just calls them fucking dumbasses. Because <laughs> they are. <laughs> they are. And again, a couple of cuckoos. They're fucking stupid. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, now we see Sachi go into the school that Erica and Umino are in. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's like, why are you here? Like, oh, I'm here to see someone. And it's Hero. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm going to get Hero's a tour. Sachi's tour guide. Because yep, she, she yeah. wants to go to the school. Yep, she is. 
And then uh, Naki's freaking out. I was like, shit, what's, what's Sachi going to say to her? What's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. going on? Uh, Naki's with Erika on top. Uh, you know, we don't see much of the tour bus. You see Sachi and Hira outside. Yep. Naki sees them out the window. Yep. He can't hear them. He's like, ah, shit, like, what are you talking about? You see them about to talk, but so, but you, we don't know what they say to each other. Mm-hmm. Ho- hopefully we'll find out soon. Mm-hmm. And then they, and Naki just runs down. And then Sachi gets mad. He's like, why are you here? Stop stalking Oni. Nah. So we guys talking about. It. Don't worry about it. None of your business. Mm-hmm. So that was it with that. And then we're at uh, we're, at, we're at the restaurant. The parents, their shop. Mm-hmm. All the at the Nagi's there. Sachi's there. Eric is there. And then Sachi talks about how she wants to join the school they're in. Mm-hmm. And then the dad's like, oh, no, sorry. The mom's like, okay, yeah, we'll just sell the shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's not have a job. Mm-hmm. Then Sachi gets pissed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, don't sell this just because of me. And, of course, the mother, the former delinquent she is, she's like, oh, you want an ass woman, pal? So they're all arguing back and forth. The father tries to jump in, like, you stay out of this. Like, okay. okay. <laughs> And then Eric it's, funny how, it's funny how like beta the men are. <laughs> no, he tried last time and like, all right, not now. <laughs> right. Yeah, Erica eventually jumps in, like, oh, you guys don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. And ordeal. Then Erica's like, oh yeah, I've always wanted to be in a family fight. <laughs> all, uh, all of us. It's a game to you, huh? Yep. It's a game, and I'm winning, pals. Gamer. But yeah, this was this was a fun episode. <laughs> It was. It was a fun episode. And um Yeah, just uh I'm trying to think of what's next, really. I'm uh, curious let, to see how let let drama ensue now that Sachi's probably gonna be in that school now. Well yeah. Well she's still junior high, so you know what I hate though? One thing I've been thinking about is that they, they teased the cuckoo egg dilemma and they didn't even they haven't paid that off whatsoever. There hasn't been a single yeah, hint. Yeah, unless, yeah, unless you're watching the OP, you see the eggs there. Yeah. So, what does that entail? Yeah, so we, yeah uh, uh, so unless we see the father again to talk about it, it ain't happening. That kind of annoys me. It does annoy you. Moving on. All right. When will IMU make his move? <laughs> Who knows? At I the finale, agree. of course. I don't even think so. It wouldn't shock me if they extend it, because, you know, fuck it, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was a Valentine episode-ish. My Valentine. Yeah, so basically, Urushi has a Valentine chocolate for Ayamu. Valentine Day Choco. Yeah, Choco. She's basically trying to figure out when to give it to him. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, keeps failing. Yep. It's like, oh, I want to talk. Oh, classmate. What? Or... What happened? What else happened in that? Uh, oh, what's her face? Oh. Mari? Is it Mari? Maki. Maki. Yeah, yeah, Maki basically is like, oh, hold on, what's this? What's this email? What's this? Uh... Oh, this thing is important. Sorry, I thought something would work. Anyway. um, Sorry, not, not Maki. Mikage. Who's Mikage? The one that's with uh, Takeru, because Takeru was going to be at the Shogi Club, and then the other girl's like, oh, oh I no, was, you're not. No, I was talking about um, 
how Maki was telling her about what um like when to give her the uh when to give him the flower like you know like or not the flower sorry the the, the, chocolate. the chocolate yeah yeah yeah, yeah like build it that's up, right build it, up, build it up build it up build it up build it up and then give it to him and yeah. he'll love it like all right and so then as you see that you see um meanwhile that while that, that conversation is happening you see um what's his face uh, so- uh sakurako i call it sakurako it's easier yeah sakurako and and Takeru. They um are talking with Ayumu and they're just having you know conversation about like oh here's your chocolate and she gives them like one little piece of chocolate and you see Takeru is like you know like he loves chocolate and Ayumu's yeah. just hey it's friend chocolate appreciate it friend choco tomodachi choco yeah and um they're like oh have you gotten chocolate from Ayumu and she's like no not yet and they're like oh like we'll help you out and Takeru is like yeah I'll take I'll help you out I'll go over to the shogi club We'll set the mood and then I'll dip yeah. and then you guys will like have the perfect mood. She'll give you the chocolate. And of course, Sakurako being the jealous girl that she is tries to freaking uh, tries to, to hypnotize. No, basically, she's trying to tell Takeru to read the room like, hey, let them be alone. Yeah. No, I don't think that. I don't think that was at all. I oh, no, was well, just... sometimes. It, it's sometimes. Sometimes, yes. But in this particular instance, no, she was just being jealous and wanted him like to herself. Yeah, because so she, 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 she gave him like a special chocolate. He and she took his back. Yeah, so basically she thought he was gonna hypnotize. Well, as long as I don't look at it, you can't hypnotize me. So she starts to tickle him to try and find the chocolate, finds the chocolate, takes the chocolate back, and they're like, You're not gonna get the chocolate back unless you agree, you're not gonna go. All right, fine, I won't go. Okay, here's your chocolate. It's like you like chocolate, right? Like, yeah, I like chocolate. Yeah, I like chocolate. <laughs> Who likes chocolate? I like chocolate. But no, um, anyway, yeah, so that happens, and so we see um we see Ayumu. Yeah, Ayumu and, and Arushi. They go, to the, club. they go to the club. They, they play. Everything's good. And they're like, all right, you want to go home? All right. And it's awkward. Like, there's tension. And uh, yeah, what's it called? And, what you call it? Ayumu is, uh, he's stabbed. He, like, he's looking away. Yeah, he's putting and the Arushi's like, away. And Arushi's like, I could, like, I could, I could sneak the chocolate in his bag. She and goes over there. That? She, she drops it. No, she falls on her face. I'm saying, like she, like I said, she falls in the face. She drops it. And she drops it. She's like, "Oh, and, are you good? Yeah, I'm good." Yeah, and he sees it. <laughs> he sees the chocolate, and she's like, "What's this?" Like here, sort of just take it. She's all embarrassed. Take the yeah. choco, and she's super, like, he's super happy. He got choco. He's like, "Oh, yeah. thank you so much. I'm a treasure forever." Like ah, it's like awkward, but yeah. um, so that was cool. The next. Part of the episode though was also I like the next part of the episode more. It was kind of funny to me. It was funnier to me. Oh yeah, it's like uh, Ayumu like uh, failed his test. <laughs> no, we'll get to that momentarily. Yeah. So Ayumu, um, uh, what's her face? Uh, uh, Irushi comes to to club and she sees Ayumu studying. Like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm studying for for finals. Oh, okay. And she's like, Hey, I, I hate to break it to you, but can I use this time to study for my finals? And she's like, What? No, Shogi, Shogi, Shogi. Yeah, and. Um, uh, Ayuma's like, wait, don't you need to study? And she's like, no, I just need to pay attention to lectures, and I get good grades. I don't want yeah. to study. And she's like, oh, how about I, how about I, uh, I tutor you? And he's like, oh, will you? Please, onegashimas. And so, um, so she begins to tutor him, and they're like, let's go to the library. So they go to the library, but everybody and their mothers in the library. So, uh, so Sakuraku, Sakuraku, yeah, and, and like, hey, Sakuraku come here. Like, yeah, go like, well, just sit behind the desk. Like we got space. It'll be cramped, but we'll have space. It's good. So yeah. they begin the tutor. Things are going well. And then you see uh uh Urushi look over to the side and you see 
uh, Takeru and Sakuraku also studying, and they're doing it way cuter. Like they're flirting and stuff in between. It's mm-hmm. it's really cute. So Arushi pauses and is like, "Hey, um, are they dating?" And uh, Ayuma's like, "Not that I know of." They're like, "Oh, so she just likes him?" I guess I don't know. I couldn't tell you. And so she recognizes some of the mannerisms, like leaning on him and laughing and being jovial, like some of those same mannerisms that she yeah, was does that, yeah she with tried, Ayuma. She tries to do it. <laughs> Yeah, and so she's become super duper embarrassed, and she's like, "Oh, it's fine. Just give me a moment. Give me a moment." So, all's well that ends well there, and then so they take the test. Everything goes swimmingly for everybody, and they get the test results back. Ayuma goes to the club with Irushi. They uh, did they play shogi or did they not play shogi? The victor was starting to. They were gonna play shogi, and then um, then the white Ayuma's like stop, and he's like, huh. And so uh, Ayumu gives uh, Urushi a white day gift, which is basically a reciprocation of her chocolate. And she's like, you know, thank you for the chocolate. I really appreciated it. Here's a return gift. I hope you like the chocolate. And that stars Urushi. And then he's like, second thing. Um, so your tutoring was great. I loved it. It helped me out tremendously. And I answered all the questions right. But I answered them in the wrong column and I failed the test. So she still gets to do a makeup test. So he can't be. He has, to, to, he has to go to rudimentary classes during the summer. And they so can't for a couple weeks, yeah. Yeah, and they can't play. And he's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and she's like, what? Like, you imbecile. How the fuck did you fuck that up? Basically what she was saying in her head. Without yeah. Saying. Fun episode. It was a very fun episode. Oh, we also forgot to mention for the other couple, when he got to, when he opened the chocolate, it was a hard chocolate. What, yeah. Not a friendship one. I was like, oh. It was a, a love choco. Yep. It was adorable. It really All right. Uh, Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting. Another wholesome episode. I almost cried again. I I love Ray. <laughs> I I know you love Ray. I love fucking. I love Yaika, man. I just I adore Yaika. She is yeah. a dream daughter. If I have a daughter, I swear I want her so bad. She's so adorable. Yeah. But yeah, it's a birthday oh episode. <laughs> it's a, a Tanjobi Omerito episode. But yeah, it's Yaika's birthday. <laughs> yes, it is. And then uh, Toru want to do something nice. Every time I see Toru, I think of Honda. I just can't. You can't. I can't hear Toru without thinking of Toru from. Yeah, so Kirishima. We'll call it Kirishima. Kirishima. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah, Kirish- yeah, Kirishima. Well, before the birthday, Kirishima's with Yaika. They're about mm-hmm. basically picked her up from school. Mm-hmm. Go to the donut shop, and they see Ray, the new guy, the childhood friend of Kirishima's, who's super flaming queer. Hey, I love him. Shut up. He is so queer. He's super supportive, though. He is. I don't know. I'm not hating on him. I'm just stating a fact that he's super. I don't, I don't, oh, he queer. is, but no. He's just lovable, though. He's want to pinch him. That's why I pinch the cheeks. Just, uh, he's, yeah, he, he pinched the cheeks all right, pal. Yeah, but he, yeah, he tried to hug Kirishima. Kirishima yeah, he's like, pinching no. those cheeks all right, pal. He does. Oh, yeah. He has to. But no, uh, Ray is basically talking to uh, Yaika. And now he's like starting to see why Kirishima is like calm, collective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's because it's because of Yaika. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get to the next day. It's Yaika's birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Toru wants to do something nice. Uh, who's the economy? Mm-hmm. The ant. The, is that her name? The ant. Uh, uh, let me look it up real quick. Kurosaki. Yeah, yeah, the the red haired girl that's the sister of the girl in the coma, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I believe it's her. 
y Kanami. Yep, Kanami. Okay. Yeah, Kanami Kurosaki. Yep, Kanami. Uh, she's like, oh yeah, she likes uh, the Amuro of rice. She's hot. She's definitely like milk material. Oh, she, oh, yeah. oh yeah, no, she definitely. I would is. definitely want to slip my chimpo on her. Oh, uh, what you call it? So Kirishima can't take Gaika to the park. So the goons got to do it. So Kay and... But there's a reason why. Yeah, because he's making the gift. <laughs> he's making a gift. And we find out why he's making the gift later on. Yeah, but uh, what you call it? Kay and... What's the other guy's name? Um, Tauchi or some shit like that. I have no idea. You have um, so, like, basically Segura. The, the, and, uh, the orange hair. Yeah, it's like it's um. I, I, Aoi, yeah, that's his, that's his uh, other name, Aoi. <laughs> Aoi, yeah. Aoi. Yeah. Okay. I don't go by their first names, dude. I always go by their last names. Yeah, Sugihara. Sugihara. I was gonna say Sugihara. Yeah, they they basically they took her to the park. They're gonna play jump rope. And this random white chick. Yes, and she is white. She's a a guy. She's a student. Yes. Sarah. Her name is Sarah. Her name is Sarah. Yes. Yeah, she starts randomly playing with Yaika. And at first, Yaika's like, uh, she takes, she's like, this is weird. Like, what the fuck? She's like, she never made friends before. She, there's no, there's no personal space with this girl either. Like, she's like, hey, you're a girl. I'm a girl. Let's be friends and play. And she's like, the fuck's a friend? (laughs) Friends? Nani? Tomodachi? Nani? Yes, uh, all that was going on. Eventually, they, they warm do... up to each other. What? They warm up to each other. They do warm up to each other, and it got to the point where they go to the Sakuraki area, the house. Mm-hmm. Even the father's like, okay. Mm-hmm. You got a friend. Just... You got a friend in me. Yeah, like even, like even we see, we even see Sarah's dad. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know personal space either. <laughs> nope, he doesn't know jack shit either. And he's definitely American. No, is he French? I think he's French, right? I, th- I thought they were Italian. Italian, yes, Italian. Thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you. Because they said happy birthday in Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they're Italians. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we're missing. Who was the guy that got out of jail? The childhood rival of... Um, Kirishima. Of Kirishima. But do, did name. we know his name? Yeah, they said his name, and I just forgot it. Uh, if I'm looking back at the... Uh, it w- it was at uh, Hayami, right? Because he, he's dead. <laughs> they got was he the one that got sh- it with the shovel after being buried underground by the mob the mob boss. Don't recall. I don't recall either. Couldn't tell you, pal. Yeah, we saw him at the beginning, and we'll get to him at the end. Indeed. Uh, but yeah, uh, basically, we're at the birthday party. Sarah's dad's over. They're all hanging out. He's even talking to the mob boss. Mm-hmm. And even he's like opening up, talking. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he talks about uh, how they got to Japan, like how, like how they love Japan. They moved to Japan mm-hmm. because of the cherry blossoms. And that's what Sakuragi means. So he's, uh, of course, he's like interested. Like, oh. No. That type of thing. I'll go. So the whole family's making friends. And oh, then yeah. we get we celebrate her birthday, and we get the, and of course Kirishima gives her the things, the, the omelet, the thing, 
Oh, I thought you said like I was like that's not that. Oh yeah, yeah, no, the um, the uh, the Amorite. And we find out the reason why he made Amorite is that at, at the very beginning, when he's having that conversation with um, with uh, Konami, Kurosaki, yeah, Kurosaki with Konami, um, she asks like, "What do you want to give Yaika?" Like you're thinking like a physical gift, and she's like, "She's like, oh, what did you get as a kid?" And then she's like, "I didn't." He's like, "I didn't get any gifts as a kid. Like we we're poor." And she's like, oh, well, I mean, I guess it doesn't have to be uh, a physical gift either. And he's like, I want to cook. And she's like, oh, that's that's a lovely thing. Do you cook? No. Okay, well, well I'll work with you. And you yeah. see him throughout the episode trying to cook in between everything. And he fucking like mutilates his finger. He mutilates a couple of his fingers, we find out at the end. Yeah. But he makes the Amorice. And we see also, basically, the reason why he chose Amorice in particular is it's the same dish that his mother would make. And every year, he would get no physical gift. But her mo- his mother would go through his like her damnedest to make her son that Amorice and wish yeah. him happy birthday and write it on the omelet and ketchup. And so he tried to do the same thing for Yaika. And it didn't come out as pretty as his mother's. But the sentiment was was really, really, really lovely. It was a really nice sentiment, and it really yeah. it made me feel. And Karishima, or not Karishima, Yaika, um, Yaika was like, you know, like, hey, can I eat this? And she goes, yeah, you know. And she actually felt like emotion herself when when uh, her aunt was like, hey, you know, uh, Kirishima really like he tried really hard to make this for you, like you know, he worked really hard to do this. And she's like, oh my god, he made this for me, like she like in the same way that she had made the the chocolate cake specifically for him, right. um, it was like a return in essence. And so she felt emotion, and she's like, can I eat it? And she's like, of course, she eats it. Umoy, you know, oishi. And yeah. um, that's how the episode ends. And it, it was really, really, really lovely. No, I, I enjoy that one a lot. This is so wholesome. I agree. Uh, moving on, Overlord. A solid episode. God, a fucking Death Knight dies. <laughs> With them. I know. They finally, someone from the side gets fucked over. I mean, you know, but they, they died by default because they fell in a fucking end. I know, spot. but it still counts. Yeah, death is a death. You, fi- you figured, like, they would probably survive that fall. Psych. Yeah, I guess not. Nope. I'll let you recap this one because this one's a blur for me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Kind of is a blur for me, too. Um, uh, basically, Ein's oh, help sub the dwarves. I got to think of it. Uh, the dwarves. Da, 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 um, the death knights come. Yeah, I guess he's Kuagas. Um, yeah. Oh, um. Yeah. Uh, I get the idea. All right. So, yeah. I mean, basically everything that Matt said in particular. What does this offer up? What is this? Uh, Labor Day. Oh no, I thought somebody sold my television. All right. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So we see basically, um, Einzo Gol comes over. They uh, the city is about to be overrun, and Einzo Gol comes over, and they slaughter all of the 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 Kuagas. Slaughter them, right? And then they're like, "Hey, Einzo uh, goes like, take me to your leader. You know, I'm here to to help you." And so they go to like the what is this? The war like council, I guess, or like city council. Basically, they go to like the city council, and that Einzo uh, goes says like, "Hey, you know, I'm here to make a friendly relationship. I- I'll help you with the quaggas. I'll help you take your city back." And he's like, "I want to establish." Um, trading goods. I'll give you guys food and and stuff that you know you got food and alcohol that you guys don't have. Just surrender I, to me. <laughs> I want no, not yet. I want your um, minerals as well as in trade. Okay, that's fine. And he's like, I also want you to 
um give me all of your um runes and they're like oh we don't really use the runes whatever like exactly so just give them to me and the guy's like well i don't want to give it to you and he's like well if you're not going to use the technology it's a dying technology i'm going to have them make exclusive technology for me what do you say and so they're like all right we'll think about it they think about it and they're like all right you got a deal and so um beforehand Einzo Gol goes over to I guess the to the to the dwarf like the rune people and they're all like confused like oh why are we here da 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 and so they um Einzo Gol shows them a a sword and it's a beautiful sword and it's got like 20 something runes it's got a lot of runes and they're like what's the most runes you can make and uh, he's like I need something that has 20 runes what's the most you can make like the most ever made was 6 and that was for an ancient uh, weapon that we no longer have so like you know there's no way for us to do that and he's like oh well you know with my technology and me helping you guys i want you guys to surpass your limits i want you to make me this technology together we'll push boundaries what do you say and he basically rallies the troops rallies the troops rallies the troops and um you know everybody's happy they're like yeah i want to do it 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 and at the end as he's leaving one of the dwarfs comes out and he's like so it's official like we're all like gone right and he goes yeah you all guys are all coming to my to my kingdom and he gets upset and he starts crying that you know at the end of the day his kingdom basically fucking gave him up for nothing as he said yeah. at first when he thinks and he's like you know what i understand that you'll be sad because you'll be you know you're leaving your kingdom but you know a, a one man's trash is another man's treasure and so although you're country doesn't value you i value you and i'll i'll help you you know realize your value and um helps him going and so at the end um the next day they prepare to go out to try and you know get the kingdom and the same dwarf was like i want to lead you i want to lead you and einzo goes like well i need you to make me runes i don't need you to die leading me back to your place and he goes over and whispers to him like hey there's a book on runes keeping that's one of our um one of our uh what's it called our treasures is in the it's in the treasury i want to take that book with us when we go over to your kingdom and einzo goal was like isn't it kind of fucked up that you're trying to steal from your own country and he's like well he's like a country that doesn't want me and doesn't want the technology doesn't necessarily need this book anymore and not do that and he's like i'm gonna have a random bout of forgetfulness and not remember or see anything that happened when we passed this treasury and so he takes the dwarf along and um, I think that's how the episode ends. I, I, I did skip over the fact that um, in this initial battle, when they open the gates up afterwards, you see all the rotted corpses and you see the Death Knights um, attack the, the, the Quaggas and the, they kill a bunch of Quaggas. And as they're trying to cross the, this bridge that through this large chasm, the Great yeah. Chasm, um, they, they, uh, the general of the Quaggas is like, yo, cut the bridge, cut the bridge, cut the bridge. And they're struggling. And so what he does is he, in one leap, fucking leaps over slices all the cords to the bridge and he sacrificed i don't know how many quaggas and he manages to kill the two death knights and that actually as matt said it kind of shocks Einzo Einzo. Goal. He's, he's like right. oh this guy is <laughs> yeah he's like he must be a human like he the, you know it's but, nothing yeah, he, but he doesn't know what happened yeah <laughs> but yeah exactly he doesn't know what happened um so i just give over that part but yeah that's basically the whole gist of, of overlord solid solid episode all righty uh Lycoris recoil <laughs> another solid solid episode yeah Desato and Ma- majima are having an argument about what the guy looks like with the drawings <laughs> no majima's the the bad guy um, sorry 
it was about Majima. Sorry. Shisato and Takina. Yeah, I'm having an argument. Yeah, she saw, yeah, the 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 description, even though Chisano knows what it looks like because she fought him in the last episode. Yeah, so they're in HQ right now trying to draw up a fucking sketch. And one sketch looks like a fucking guy with special needs. The other guy looks like freaking uh, the Joker without the without the the lipstick. Yeah. So they get talking to got the hair wrong, the face wrong. Yeah, and the other girl got the uh, the. Uh, she got the, the hair right, on. just. Yeah, the hair right, just the, not the the design. Yeah, so and, like, oh. all right, this we're not getting anywhere. And then this. you see the other girl who's like, oh, she looks like this, and it's a beautiful piece, but it looks nothing like him. Yeah. <laughs> And so the other girl is like, maybe we should make art a requirement as being part of liquors. And they're like, yes, yes, we should. <laughs> yeah, right. And so, yeah, basically the episode starts off um, that way. As you continue on with the episode, um, you basically see that um, that uh, what's it called? Um, uh, Magica is trying to. Um, analyze the situation like yo how did this girl like dodge my bullets from point blank range it makes no sense like it's like she knew everything was gonna happen and she came and shot and so as they're trying to find information hacker is like hey the only thing i found on her is that she was part of that um tower incident the tower incident like were you there and he's like was i there i was the one who blew up the tower (laughs) and he he found out he was the one that shot at him that she that she shot at him (laughs) yeah we find out basically that and they said, "Oh, this is an unconfirmed rumor, so it's probably bullshit." But she killed all the all the terrorists, and they're like, "Yep, there was a single girl, the little tiny girl." Like, wow, imagine that tiny little girl is this girl now. That crazy. And he, and he's like, "Yeah, it's her. It's her." And so he's excited, and so they end up. Um, what's it called? She's like, "Oh, by the way, you got to go to this police station and enter this USB drive into their computer, so I can try and get more links." And so they go, and they completely fucking destroy a police station with eight with fucking machine guns and destroy everything and they're right in blood like licorice i, I challenge you yep. and at the end of the episode i can skip to this part at least you see that they put the thumb drive inside of the the, the main police uh computer and that's been trying to basically find a hit and at the end they managed to find the hit but that's not the main focus of the episode the main focus, the main isn't focus is on uh, mika on mika yes and so mika um gets a text message from um yoshi yoshi-san and was like hey um, I want to talk to you. Um, meet me at Forbidden tonight. I want to talk to you about Shisato's future. And yeah. as this text message comes in, as Shisato's passing by, and with her keen eye, she notices and reads the text message in an instant and starts worrying about, like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? So she thinks at first, she basically gathers all the, the, all the people in the, in the room. She's like, oh, we're going bankrupt. Like, we need to find out what the fuck is going on. So they end up all like they hack uh what's it called the system find out yeah, hacks yeah the, about the this other bar they're talking about like, yeah they find the nicer like, fancier bar what the fuck oh, I heard a loud noise and somebody's riding around oh, yeah so yeah Mizuki Kurumi Chitano yeah. and Takeda they found a really nice secretive bar they dress up really really pretty and they go through and they start eavesdropping on the conversation and uh, Chisato finds out that Yoshi is the the Allen is the spot Allen sponsor. She's the one he's the one that saved her life. And of course she blows her cover and you know and of course Takeda you know bumps into her ass. That was cute. Face first into her ass. Yep. Got to the Yuri, the Yuri bait's real. They really should make this a Yuri bro. If this was a Yuri this would be a top three show if this was a Yuri. That's what Sean said, yeah. I, I agree with him. That's why I'm that's why I'm yeah. making a comment on the podcast. You know truth be told I guess we're gonna talk are we gonna talk about this one next? No are we gonna save it? For engaged kids, we're gonna make that the, the co-main. 
We could make. Yeah, we could do engage as co-main. Or we should. Should we do? Um. Oh, actually, we'll do call of night and abyss as the last two. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Yeah. So, um, it's so tough, man. This season with the, with the animes, but any in any case, um, so she goes. I, you know, I've always been looking forward to you been know looking for you. Yeah. Save me. Thank you so much. You know, whatever. But you can tell, like, Yoshi's, like, not happy. And he's, like, I'm not supposed to, like, you know, confirm that I was the one who saved you. That's part of the policy. Yeah. And, and, you know, whatever. So, um... Mika follows him. <laughs> yeah, Mika follows them. And, no, well, Mika's, like, you know, stay here. We'll, I'll come back and talk to you. So she goes in. They go Also, before that, though, before that, though, Chisato's, like, oh, she's not, he's not meeting with a girl. It's... Guys, yeah, and they're like, Oh, he swings that way. Oh, but love is love. Like, oh, well, um, turns out he probably does, he may, yeah, because there's they, they, we we see that we see that moment with them in the elevator next, yeah. So they're in the elevator having this conversation, and um, what's it called? And Yoshi san is like, Hey, like, yo, like, she has a talent, a talent for killing, like, we need that talent of killing. And um, uh, Mika's trying to defend uh, Chisago. And so he pulls his gun out. He's like, don't think I don't have the balls to shoot you. And he called Yoshi. So he puts a hand on his chest like, you don't. <laughs> yeah, he called his bluff. He's like, no, you don't. And then you see the flashback, as Matt said. You see them from the moment that they, they meet, the moment that they converse. They see, like, there's a, a sprinkle of, like, joy and happiness when they're together. Um, the way he whispers, like in his ear, like you don't remember this. Like there was definitely some some sexual tension there between the two of them. Definitely some some Yahweh tension between yeah. them. Yeah. Um, but then you see, like I said, the recap of like you know from the time that they saved Shisato to the time that she they, they break out, all of that, and it, it's all interconnected. And so as uh, Yoshi-san is leaving, um, what's it called Mika's like, I knew I couldn't. I he knew I couldn't pull the fucking trigger, and he gets upset. And Yoshi-san gets in the car and Takina stops yeah. him and was like you know she's been really looking forward to you and she really wanted to you know thank you and um it makes uh yoshi smile yoshi's on style and he goes i'm very much looking forward to your potential talking up closes the door and leaves so aka it's like Mark. so was it you think it was a ploy for talking to be there to kill her no, I think it's just he wants a fucking super duper assassin and he he's working with hacker who's working with uh, Magica. I think yeah. there's a connection somewhere, but and he's an Allen child as well. We we see yeah. also. Uh, did we see that? We learned that already, though. That um, Magica is an Allen child. Yeah, yeah, and it's reaffirmed again in, at, toward the end of this episode that he's an Allen child himself. And again, with Allen children, they're given specific missions, but it's up to them to fulfill them within their their own elements, which is interesting. Yeah. But we don't know what either of their missions are, but that the two main people, good and bad, have their own missions: one to destroy, one to save. Um, and in any case, um, basically, uh, Chisato and and, um, and, Ma- and Mika, they end up having a conversation at the bar. And, you know, uh, Chisato's like, why didn't you ever tell me? And they're like, I, you know, wasn't supposed to. wasn't my job to. And she's like, oh, you helped, you kept the secret. That makes sense. I understand. You know, and they just have a conversation about, you know, the way things are. Um, and then that's... Of course, basically- one of them wanted to stay at the bar. <laughs> yes, one of them. Um, and, yeah, basically all is well that ends well. From from that aspect, um, until we get that uh, what's it called? We get that after credit. It's an after credit scene that we had already mentioned. That I, I had mentioned earlier about how they managed to plug that uh, that USB drive into the, uh, yeah, the yeah, yeah, they right. to find a way he's, to get yeah, into the he's recreating the, the tower thing. 
Yeah, and he's like, and then he says, like, oh, if you thought the last thing was 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 crazy, wait till you see this one. And they're at the new, like the new replacement tower. Yep. So Sorry, we're about it. to get that again. Yes, we are. All right. Now engage kiss. God damn, we're at two and a half hours. We have three more to go. <laughs> and uh, one more review after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So four. So let's, let's Surprise review. I'll let you go with this one real quick. <laughs> Which one of this? Engage, engage kiss. Yeah, engage kiss. So basically, but engage kiss. Did we go over last? We didn't go over last week. The um, the what's her face? Did we? The yeah, we um, did. the 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 saint. Yes. Did we? Okay. We did. What 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 do they call again? The um, of the I forget the name of the damn saint. Um, I know that her name Sharon, but what do they call Celestial the, Abbey? Celestial Abbey, thank you. Yeah, okay, exorcist, so, yeah, exorcist of the Celestial Abbey. Yeah, so the Celestial. That's what I need to know. Celestial Abbey. Anyway, so we see the the battle between um, Carissa and Sharon from the Celestial Abbey happen, and uh, Kisara. Kisara, my bad. Kisara. Um, yeah. Between Kisara and Sharon, they have their battle, and then yeah. Ayano shows up with her guards to save face, and so Sharon dips, and so we see basically shoes unconscious from the ass whooping that he took and um from sharon and we get uh, a recap story of of how the three of them know each other and yeah. so <laughs> which is funny so we get a recap story and basically uh kisara was like hey um yeah you know uh sharon was with shu when they when they revived me from the cave and they're like oh how did like you guys get away from from fucking that demon sharon and basically they go over the story about how after they got um, and subdued Kisara, uh, Sharon and uh, and Shu have sex, and as yeah. they're fucking, Sharon is about to kill him, and then with a knife behind his back while he's pumping, and then he stops, and then he knows because he pulls out a thing of poison and Kisara a vial of poison, and Kisara says it was a uh, a neurotoxin to paralyze her, and they're like, how did you get get her to drink the poison? And you see, basically, she goes, there's more than one uh, membrane that can absorb poison, basically saying that he put his fucking poison on his cock and fucked it in her, which is pretty fucking cool. That was raw. Like, as fuck. I was like, wow, <laughs> that was raw as fuck, bro. I saw that. I saw that clip where they were like fucking. And I was like, oh, shit. And then you see the poison. You're like, oh, shit. All right, guy. And that makes Ayano jealous. Like, wait, how do you know that? And then they're like, wait, how? Like, have you stolen every memory of every girl that he's fucked? Tell me who he's fucked, right? Yeah. Just who you remember, but who he's fucked. Tell me. And she just walks away, which is funny that she wants he wants to know those details. Like, like none of your business, basically. Um, which pissed me off. I was like, bro, how can you take those memories of like? I can't imagine like uh, someone taking my memories of the women that I fucked. Kasara wants all of them. (laughs) Horrible. Anyway, so meanwhile, Shu's awake. Shu pretended to be asleep, but he was awake listening to the conversation that they had between uh, Kisara and Ayano. And he's like, I got to try and process this. And so basically, while this conversation is happening in the hospital, we see Sharon basically take a boat to a a large uh, freight boat that's off of the shore of uh off the, the shore of the mainland and she breaks in kills some people and she finds a um 
a suit of some kind and basically integrates herself within the suit. She strips butt ass naked and integrates herself within the suit. The suit is, you can tell off that it's made from demon technology. And so uh, the next, the next day we see the detectives, they find the lock, they find the dead people and they see that the suit, they see a fragment of the suit. They test it. They find its demon power. They find where the package came from. It's from a dummy, uh, a dummy business that's run by the Celestial Abbey. So basically, they falsified documents and imported some serious ass shit inside of the country for the sake of trying to kill this demon, aka Kasara. And so that was wild. As she, as I believe, what she went shopping was it? Um, she got a text message, or was she with? She was with somebody. She was doing something. Kisara was doing something. She gets a text message to meet Sharon um, in an abandoned building, and so she yeah. does. They begin the fight, and Sharon is wearing this suit, and she's like the fucking Terminator. Yeah, she's like the Terminator. She dam she damages Kisara. She manages to shoot Kisara, but normal human weapons don't phase Kisara because she's a demon. And so the demon, like these, like demon, like tentacles, come out of the fucking suit, and they start fucking attacking Kisara and put a hole in her leg, and she's taking major damage, taking major damage. Eventually, um, as she's fighting uh, Sharon, Sharon gets the upper hand and manages to stab Kisara a hole in the stomach, and she's bleeding everywhere. She's fucked up. She's hurt. And then as she's hurt, we see Ayano go to uh go to, back to the uh to the hospital with a fresh bouquet of flowers and see was looking for shoe and shoe isn't there and the window's open so she escaped the hospital and at this moment when you see that you see uh kisar about to be defeated by sharon and then you hear a gunshot loud gunshot you wake up kisar wakes up and see shoe is there trying to like you know get her up get her going and they have a conversation and basically they're like hey um, Kisara is like, what do you like? What do you? What am I? What am I to you? What? Do you, what is this? And you know, at the end of the day, he basically Shu reaffirms like, hey, I'm just using you to get to my end goal. But if it was you, if it wasn't you, I wouldn't kiss you and let you steal my memories. And I don't care what you have to do. You can suck me dry. I was gonna say you can suck me dry. <laughs> you can see where my mind, my mind is. Yep. You can basically, he said, you can wring me dry to the bone as long as I accomplish what I need to accomplish. That's all I care about. And basically, they start making out passionately, tongue and spit and all. You see it all. It's not censored, unlike Harem. And yeah. it gives Kisara power. And uh, Shu passes out from the memory loss. And Kisara fights back. And a, a, a second half of the battle happens. It's incredible. And Kisara manages to get the upper hand and defeat Sharon. Yep. And that's basically how the episode more or less ends. Like there's some banter between Shu and uh, and Kisara, but nothing of, of significance. Yeah. No, that was really good. So is Sharon dead, or is she going to be going? Like, is she being deported? Like, what is what what is I, going? I on? think she'll be back. Uh, you got to be because she's like you know the sword didn't go through her or anything. Like you just see her fucking pretty yeah, ass. Yeah, probably her suit's useless now, but yeah, yeah, they destroyed the suit. No doubt, they destroyed the suit. So that's that's. Yeah, so I sh- she'll probably get a stronger suit. You know what shocked me? You know what shocked me? If they fucking threw her in jail because she's not as powerful. So they threw her in jail and then another fucking uh, another Abby Abby member came over and broke her out. And there's two Abby members. Could be. Yeah. That would be fucking cool, bro. That would be cool. Alrighty. Co-main-ish. Co-main-ish. Yes. Call of the night. Great episode. Great episode. Our uh, final episode where somebody gets well, not quite, because I guess people get thrown out the window in our uh, in our main event. Yeah, we'll get to that. But uh, 
It's another but, episode uh, and where somebody gets thrown out the window. Yeah, it was a window week. It was a window week for sure. Window, window, uh, we, 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 window meet a, we meet another new character, Shirakawa. Is she going to be permanent? I think so. Really? Yeah. Oh, I just thought they featured her a lot this episode, but I didn't think she was going to be permanent. Yeah, like not not. I don't think every day, but it's like, like well, we'll see more of her. Hmm. But yeah, uh, Shirakawa, she's a 24 year old uh, office employee. Mm-hmm. And she's miserable. Yeah, because of her job and all this, she's yep. very tired. Yep. Very Always reflective of real life it. Japan. Always very reflective of real life Japan. Yeah, and how stressful it is. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, Ko is giving her a massage. Because what you call it, Nazuna's lazy. Basically, I don't. Like, I don't wanna. Yeah, if you do it, I'll give you a reward. Go home and, and twenty bucks. <laughs> no, two hundred. No, because she said two thousand yen. That's twenty bucks. Is it? Yeah, it's twenty it bucks. Is. It is. No, two thousand yen is twenty bucks. Nine ninety nine, huh? Because I, I always go based off of the the New Japan World subscription. Nine hundred ninety nine yen is ten. Sorry, sorry, two thousand yen right now is fifteen dollars. Is it? Wow. Yep. I said ten thousand was a thousand. Ten ten thousand is a hundred dollars. Is a hundred? Yeah, I said it in the yeah. previous episode. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so yeah, so for so part time they're getting a thousand dollars a day. <laughs> And this one, he was only getting fifteen dollars to massage this girl. <laughs> but that was half because she normally pays four thousand yen. But the, that, that, is, that is that that is the half because she was yeah. getting four thousand yen. The two thousand yen is the fifteen dollars. Basically, that's American so, exchange. Rate. Yeah, yeah, and then he's like, "Wow, that's a lot of money." Like, oh, yeah, if I forget, it's 14, but like, it makes sense. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I was gonna say like, it's not. That's like a day, not even. <laughs> I used to get five bucks a week for taking out the trash. Uh, yeah, I used to get an allowance. It was like 20 bucks. So. Yeah, no, I got like five, five a week. So like 20 bucks a month. Wasn't yeah. much. Made, made, it, made it last. But uh, yeah, Ko was giving uh, Shirakawa the massage. And then you see her talking about her life at the job. And it got to the point where like she doesn't want it. Like, she, like, she can't take it anymore. It almost seems like suicidal, but I felt bad. She broke down, just like she broke down crying. Yeah, and and her boss of all people was calling her during this at two in the morning. Yeah, like to go in, and then Ko was like, "I can't. I should, I, I should probably stop her." And so he gets all rapey and was like, "You're not like, leaving. Yes, you ain't going out of here alive." <laughs> right, and then, and then she's like, "What?" Uh, she, she, goes, she pokes through the fucking wall. I laughed when I saw that. It was like, "What?" It was like, uh, "Like, oh, just get." They stop her from what? From leaving. Okay. okay. You <laughs> turn out the fucking window. I was like, what is that? Is that like, what? So she's like, I'm gonna die. Yep. And he's like, and then he jumps out the window, like, no, you're not. <laughs> yep. And then Azada picks them up. <laughs> yep. They they land safely. Yep. Uh, he talks about like how he wants to be a vampire to her and all that. Yep. And he's like, when I turn, I- I'll turn you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, Nazar's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then, yeah, and then Shir- Shirakawa's like, I hope you do, type of thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Nazar, I'm getting jelly. 
So you're like, yeah, who says you're gonna turn to vampire? That was a guy I love. Like, stop saying love, damn it. Q Ketsky. That was the first half. The second half is now that tells Co, hey, figure something fun. Do it. Like karaoke, nah. Like all this stuff is like swimming. Like, all right, we can go swimming. And, and they, they found get... this hotel with just a random pool party. Right? Like, that's normal. You would see some shit like near the coast for that, you would think, right? Actually, I didn't see that during my time in Japan. Then again, I was in the wintertime. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but all that was going on. And that uh, Ko is sitting at this chair by himself. And then when Nazo, she's getting hit on by these two dudes. Mm-hmm. And then Ko sees it and he starts getting jelly. Mm-hmm. Like, got to the point where like he grabs her wrists. <laughs> Like, bitch, get your ass in the cars. Yeah, but you know, those guys weren't that bad. They were like, oh, she did have no, a No, they were, actually, yeah, they were actually nice guys. I think they were just really just talking, hanging out. Yeah, and they were like, don't leave your girl alone, bro. Uh, but oh, like, I was like, good luck, man. Yeah, you got this. Game recognized game. Fact. Yeah, and then Koza's just like walking away from her again, all like pouty, like a bitch. <laughs> right. And then now Zanetta just basically picks him up. They start flying. I thought she was going to yeet him in the pools. Yeet. I was like, throw him in there. But no, they start diving the pool. And then he's like, ah, oh, you have fun and all this? And yeah, he didn't say yes, but it was in a way it was. I guess. It's whatever. Yeah. But that was a fun episode. Yeah, it was a great episode. Alrighty, made in the best. <sighs> Fuck all you voters, by the way, for giving this such a low grade. They don't know quality. I told you that in the anime trend in the anime corner. This should be fucking top. Yeah, <laughs> top. Yeah, about to say like this is one of the best pieces of media, and they're just neglecting it. I don't, I don't know, know if it's because it's on if it's on high because it's on high dive or what. It's gotta be. But where's Call of the Night? Ayumu, um, Isekai, like they're not they? really on there. Well, Call of the Night is. And I mean, you get these random Isekai and harm shows on top, but this one's like guess the back burner. It's like really? Yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. Prior I guess priorities. I mean, you know, when you first saw it, like, that was one of the things that I didn't like about it. When I first saw it, I was like, oh, it looks like fucking some little kids in some fucking random world. Like, meh. And then when you watch it, it's, it is little kids in a random world, but it's way, it goes way beyond that. So, yeah. I guess perhaps those are people that are judging based off of just, like, initial sight or not enough viewers that have watched that in the past. I don't know. Uh, one person said it was gross. Like, it's not really gross. I mean, it is kind of. It can be gross. Well, the, well, Mariko shits twice. That's it, <laughs> bro. It's constant vomit, constant shit. You know, constant yeah, piss. But, but there's constant more to piss. it. Like the world is engaging. This how it the is. Yeah, yeah, know, that's, why, that's why it's forgiving for me. Like I'm not. I still complain about it. I'm like, really? I didn't need to see more vomit. I didn't just fucking see Rico fucking having diarrhea again for like the fiftieth time. What the fuck, cat? Yeah, cat. Tell him. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, we picked up where I left off. Rico was thinking about like what could I give this thing? Like my eyes, my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dilemma. Yeah, and then uh Magikaja stepped in saying, like, you need to leave. Yep. Like, like don't, don't do like don't give him anything. Don't give him anything, yep, because you won't make it. I've seen it before, you'll die. 
Yeah, it's like, and you'll lose value on your life and all this shit. Yep, yep. And then yep. even Nanachi, it's like, don't, like, just leave me here with Mitty. <laughs> That's so wild when you see her, like, bro, like, she's just straight up, she legit straight up just, like, fucking sold her fucking soul for Mitty. For, yeah. for Mitty. I mean, well, we all know how to be fair. Well, to be fair, Mitty was the only friend she ever had before them, but. Yeah, yeah. But it's you know, but it's, it's not, that's not even really Mitty. It's just a exact carbon copy. Right. That Bonru was somehow able to convince <laughs> to keep it alive. <laughs> that's so wild, bro. It is wild. It's like, holy shit. And on top of that, it's a waste of one of, uh, uh, what's his face's fucking explosions? Reg, yeah. One of Reg's fucking explosions. It was a complete right. waste. It did nothing. Pretty much, yeah. Well, he didn't know that. I know, but we'll get to Reagan momentarily. Yeah, because yeah, he 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 has a little badass appearance in a bit, but he does, yes. Anyway, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, this was mostly about Rico. <laughs> it is mostly about Rico and her desire to to help the uh, Nanachi and all that help the everyone, hollows. help everyone for that matter, not just Nanachi. Yeah, basically, um, um, as they. Yeah, as they they uh, left. Yeah, they left. As they're walking away, trying to figure out what's next, they see the villagers are hunting, and they're hunting this slime blob, thing. slime blob thing. Yeah, uh, Eloko starts to explain it to them. Yeah, we find like, out. Oh, yeah, because these people can't leave. <laughs> yeah, we find out this slime blob thing is a um, was a former villager, and it managed somehow by some miracle to escape to leave the village. And now it's come back as a, as a predator. And so they are trying to capture or kill this thing for food or value or something. And this fucking slime blob thing is just fucking up villagers left and right, burning yeah. them, killing them, eating them. It's wild. Even like this, even one of, like one of those big beast things that got burnt alive, basically. Basically, dude. It was fucking wild. One of the three, um, what was sages. it? Sages. The three sages was happened to be a beast. And we find yeah. out later on that the, the sage these aren't the OG sages. Like yeah. they can be changed. And we'll get to that momentarily. Yeah, we'll um, get that in a bit. Yeah, we'll get to that in a bit. And so basically, um Rico's Rico's trying to figure out like what are we doing? What are we doing? What can we do to help them? What can we do to help them? And so she's like, I got an idea. Goes to Magica. I need you to prepare something for me. And we see the Magica gain what like a racer body, racer type. Yeah, basically body. gain equipment to go faster. <laughs> Get equipment to go faster, and he gains that equipment because Rico sacrificed her hair, her long hair, mm-hmm. cut it short. Yep, it's a good and look. It is. It's not a bad look at all. Yeah, she looks more tomboyish, but it fits her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it fits her. But so anyway, yeah, start throwing the slime thing around. Yeah, it gets to the point where. The, what was it, like a mirror type? Yeah, they they basically put it through a mirror to stop it, kind of yeah. stop it in its tracks, and then basically the people try to stop it. Yeah, these people are, <laughs> are like, like stab it. Looks like it's working. Yep. And then that thing was like powered up, like psych, psych, and Kill- it start. Yeah, and it starts taking some of the hollows, and then it almost stabbed Rick, but Ma jumped in. And Ma sacrificed himself. I was like, and, no, Ma! <laughs> and so as Rico is losing her shit, she's like, what are we going to do? We see our first appearance of the Prushka. season of Prushka. And Prushka whispers, her soul whispers 
to Rico. Blow me. To like blow the whistle. Use me, but I wanted to be funny. Yeah, blow me. Blow me, mommy. And so she blew her. Hey, you see, like these wind blades, something cutting it. Yeah, wind hey, blades cut it, and then we see what the wind blades were. Matt, what were the wind blades? It was fucking reg. It was shiny. goddamn reg. It's a sh- chrome, but shiny. His arms, chrome his helmet. Ray. It turns chrome. out w- with uh, Rico's whistle, it controls relics. Like it's, yes, and 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 regs is a relic. Will you find out from the previous episode? Reg is a relic, and now Reg looks like a bona fide KKK member with his white <laughs> fucking gear on. Stop it! <laughs> it's not pointy. Damn it! Yeah, <laughs> I had to say that joke. But no, Regan's badass. He's wearing all white. He's super overpowered. And using basically their combined skills, they're able to defeat the, um, the slime. Able to defeat the slime. And you know, I, I, you know, I thought they fucking combined Reg's hand. What happened to Reg's arm? Rico still has it. Oh, they never repaired it fully. I thought they repaired it. No, they no, they did not. They tried to. Hmm. <laughs> but no, she still has it. Okay. I thought they left it. I was like, he's going. No, 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 no. So they they said if I someone that, that could actually fix it, which makes sense considering he's a he's a, he's a, a relic. relic. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway, so we get that, and so basically we see one of the sages come over, and um, he's like, like, "How can we ever repay you and all this?" Yeah, yeah. And she asks, "Is there a way to save Nanashi?" Yeah. And he says, "There's only one way, and you have to, basically you have to catch Vapita." Yeah, and they're like Fapita, and Reg's like, "Yeah, how did that go with Fapita? Like, we had conversation, but you know, she it went nowhere for him. Basically, yeah. And so, but we can tell that what's her face is going to play a big role in it. Eluka. Yeah, because her and Fapita. Also, we forgot that uh, Mogi, the chef, was like questioning Eluko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I've been, I've been here for years. I've never seen you before. It's... And she's like, Well, I was part of the original. Um, the original Suicide Squad. Yeah, they, she was, called the Suicide Squad. I was like, yeah, yep. she did. She called them the Suicide. Well, I mean, they they called themselves that too, in a way. Yeah, in opening. But she's part. I was part of the original Suicide Squad, and I was also one of the original three, uh, three sages. But I got um, what's it called? I got greedy, and you know, here I am this now. This was her. This was her payment. Yeah, yeah. So she, can she leave the village? What can she leave the village? I don't think so. I mean, well, I guess because she, well, no, never mind. Because I was gonna say the village, she retained her human form, but I was like, oh, the village doesn't have the. Uh, yeah, I want to know, yeah, what exactly happened? Why it doesn't have the force? You know, in a way, like I, I don't, I don't know how I feel about this because it's like one half of me is like happy that they don't have to worry, but they can go up and down stuff without having to worry about losing fucking humanity and throwing up and shit. And the other half of me kind of like is like, you know. Like it's gonna be such a shock when they when eventually they go to like I'd imagine they go to the seventh layer, the next layer, and it's gonna be that way where they can't go up. Otherwise, you're gonna see them fucking like just explode or some shit, you know? Right. But no, solid episode. I can't wait. Every time I see an episode, they reveal more. They do a fantastic job of that. They give you more, and then they give you more questions to yeah, uh, fill those. <laughs> I I I I just love this show. <laughs> I do too. It's I do too. again, it's it's very engaging. <laughs> it's definitely trending to a five. There's several anime that are trending to a five. Yeah. Alrighty, the real oh, hit event. 
So that would normally be it. But Matt we, I, but we kind of we kind of had to. It's if it's in Japan, we will talk about it. And so we're gonna spend our last couple minutes before our, our outros talking about Bullet Train. Hey, we watched it. We're like, no, because I, I saw the trailer months ago. I was like, I had to see this. I saw it a few. I saw it a couple months ago myself, and I was like, this looks so fucking wild, and it's in Japan. I gotta watch it. Yep. And you know what? Let's uh, let's review it. It was fucking great. It was fun. We're we're not gonna spoil anything. No. Does characters are great. Fighting's fun. I love the twins. <laughs> yes, twins were twins were low key highlight. Twins yes. were low key highlight. <laughs> Uh, Bad Bunny kept making appearances, and that was funny. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, did, I didn't know it was him until I saw him. I was like, oh, okay, that is Bad Bunny. That's the reason why everybody and their mother is gonna go watch it because of Bad Bunny, because of how popular it is. Brad Pitt I, was great with his comedic timing and his oh, yeah. uh, and the principle of his character just being like a snatch and grab guy. And now he's caught, but up he's like, bad luck. Yeah, he's like, this he's bad, bad luck, luck and he's caught up in this bullshit. And then the twist at the end with why he's caught up in the bullshit. Oh. Yep. That made me fucking die. I was like, yo! Bro, so many Japanese tropes as well. Um, I I fucking... Did you like that cameo on the bus? On the train? Which one? The the doppelganger. Which one? Uh, The guy that Brad Pitt talks to. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I love that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, uh, what do you need me to do, man? Is Is this a sex thing? Yeah, it's like it's not a sex thing. It's not a sex thing. Oh man! All right. Well, what's going on? He was really looking forward to it. Yeah, I know. Like he was, he was waiting. He was definitely waiting for it. He's like, oh, two hundred yen. Yeah, but yeah, lemon tangerine were great. Uh, Prince was funny for a bit. Yes. White Death was someone I did not expect. <laughs> who was the Who's the guy who plays him? Michael Shannon. I he looked so familiar, but then I couldn't like pinpoint it. Yeah, it was Michael Shannon. Yeah, yeah. White Death was dope. Um, I hated that fucking girl, his daughter. Uh, Prince. I hated her. No, I I like what happened to her at the end. I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> my that was one of my favorite parts. I was the only guy that was laughing. I was laughing hysterically. Yep. I was dying laughing. I literally said it out loud what it was. Yeah, and I was like, yo, it's beep beep. Like yo. That shit uh, had me dying. Yeah, uh, I was glad me and Bash were the only ones in the fear because we couldn't laugh if I did yell like yes. That's how we were for freaking for Inu for Inuo. Like my homegirl yeah. and I were the only ones in the theater for Inuo, and so we had like open dialogue in the middle of like the movie. Nice, nice about it because we were like trying to process how like weird it was, but how interesting and like it was for us as well. Yeah. Like literally, we saw Inuo, and then we went like literally across the fucking hallway to go see Bullet Train like right afterwards. Yeah. So I, you know, I probably could have, I probably could have gotten. Well, no, probably not. I was gonna say I probably could have gotten away with not buying a ticket, and I was like, no, I probably would have had to buy a ticket because I have some my seat, our seats probably. But yeah, yeah, yeah. but no, um, dude, it was fucking, it was awesome. Like I said, the, the so many hilarious moments, so much blood and gore. I didn't expect the amount of blood and gore. That shit was next level. I haven't seen that much blood and gore in a while. Yeah, I, I, I also enjoyed the uh, quiet room. <laughs> Yeah, quite. Uh, it happened in quiet room. I I thought it was fun. That bitch needed to get fucking shot too. Oh, not talk about that. Talk about with Lemon and him in the room. <laughs> oh yeah, with the fight. Yeah, yeah, that was good shit. Like they, they dragged um, buddy buddy when they tell shut up. Oh my god, but I was I was also tired of seeing like projectile blood vomiting. 
I was annoyed at that. Yeah. I was like, oh, and they kept showing it for like seven different scenes. I was like, why? Uh, Fucking why? And would you call it out? The Elder was badass. El- I loved Elder. Elder yes. was one of my favorite things. I really felt for the fucking for the for the young guy, the young Japanese guy. I felt for him. Uh, Yuichi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I felt for him. I was like, oh come on, man. <laughs> but no, I mean that it made total sense. Everything that happened with that with yeah, that. Everything, uh, yeah, everything worked out great. And, and they took for. And I guess that's why it's a two-hour movie because it's like they kept adding question after question after question after yeah. question. Then they gave you answers to two questions. Then they had question, question, question. Gave you answers to two more questions. Yeah. Question, question, question. They gave you answer to one. Question, question. They gave you like five different answers. Like there were points where like they would give you like a bunch of questions, give you a couple answers, give you more questions, give you a couple more answers, and then give you a, a one more question, and then they, that question answers a chunk of yep. answers that like literally pieced together. Like it was a web. That one good way to describe Bullet Train. It's a web of a. It's a convoluted story webbed together to make a beautiful like yeah. beautiful web yeah as well as if you wanted to shut your brain off have some entertainment you'll get it from this if you want blood and gore and laughter and good fight scenes and um just yeah a solid show about a solid movie rather of crazy action in japan on a boat right. this is it i gave it a solid four out of five yeah same all righty, closing thoughts. I'm tired. Me too. So um, just as, as if anybody's listening at this stage, um, we normally record on Thursdays, as we said. Matt is taking a vacation to celebrate that he got married. I don't think we talked about that, did we, we Matt? Did. We did. Did we? Yeah, last week. I don't recall. Well, anyway, again, exciting. But yeah, no, but no, I'm, I'm going, going to see my friends, see my family. What are you doing for a honeymoon? Was that like show to Iceland a honeymoon already or that trip? We just wherever we want to go. We're, we're not gonna have like a honeymoon, honeymoon. Okay, yeah, not have for a, a while. Not for a while. I mean, if you keep talking shit about the post office, you might. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Fuck those people. <laughs> No, so anyway, so Matt's going on a little trip back to the city. Um, and then uh, when we come back on uh, next Thursday, we're going to talk about the Dragon Ball movie. Yes, I'm watching it tomorrow. Matt is watching it uh, tomorrow and, and Tuesday, and you're watching it Friday. So that'll be interesting. We'll give our review on that. Um, and yeah. No, in terms of like the, the week, uh, solid week, we're officially at the halfway point of the season now for all of our anime. Yeah. Um, and we're beyond it for a few and it's a very 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 strong season i was thinking about this like literally briefly today before the show i was like you know i was like at least for for example for um uh what's it called um my isekai life i can already it's i'm already at eight of 12 episodes i'm already on episode next week will be episode nine and so for me that would be the first anime that i'm gonna finish and then i can rate right now because i I tend to rate them with like a quarter with three quarters done and i'm trying to decide and i was like i enjoy it it's tough for me because like i enjoy so many of these anime but i don't want to overrate them because i find myself sometimes overrating them and then i'll let a conversation with you or somebody like sean or somebody on a on a show like either it'll probably like i'll lower it after 
after the fact. And like, I just started like in my head trying to process like the rankings that I'm going to do. And it's so tough because there's so many shows that are neck and neck. I can yeah. definitely give you a top five, but in terms of like the overall like ranking, it's going to be tough because these shows yeah. are producing like really solid episode after. Really yeah, it's going to it's going to be very difficult. The fact that some are actually being left out. Yeah, definitely. And it's not I, that they're bad. It's just we just like these better. Well, I know I'm watching 17 different shows, 16 if you exclude Boruto. Yeah, I'm watching 16 different shows. Well, I will probably add Tekken when I'm on the island because that's going to be all dropped on Netflix. Which one? Tekken. Tekken, like the like, the fighting game. Yeah, they have an anime for that. Yeah, they're gonna talk about the uh, third story. So, I see. I love playing Tekken, but I never follow the storyline on Tekken. I uh, just... Oh, I, I usually just follow the story in Tekken. So that's usually like that's what I enjoy. <laughs> yeah, did they take it off analysts? Oops! I backed out on accident. I, I was trying to swipe so I can get somewhere, and it swiped away. Um, my bad. Anyway, I was saying I, I like playing with my homeboys, but I never really followed the story like that. Yeah, tech, yeah, Tech and Bloodline. It comes out soon. I see. I I don't know. I don't know if I'll watch that or not because, like you said, it's the third story. It's, yeah, it, yeah. It, it focuses on Jin. Have they done animes on the other two stories? Uh, no, they did a small thing like 20 years ago about Tekken 1. I don't know if I can, like, I, I want to watch it, but... I, I can, because I know the story. Yeah, you know so. the story, you know the story, and it's like, I don't know, I guess it was different, because when I watched, like, uh, what was that one anime we just finished watching? She, uh, she, what was it? The Chinese one. That had to do with the game. Shenmue. Shenmue. Like I was able to watch it because they started at the very beginning, but you had more of a background, which is why I gave you more of an appreciation for it than I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This they're starting like directly in the middle. That's another thing, like why, like I enjoy Ruby very much, but it's not going to get very high marks for me because of the fact that I don't have the same base as somebody that suffered through that entire fucking series, right. where they can like place this somewhere or they understand like the characters, you know. So it's tough for me to be able to like watch something and then just like pick it up. And there's so many other ones. Like there's uh, the other one that's dropping in September, in late September, I think, or early September, the second half. We got to watch that one. Yeah, bastard. That's oh god. Uh, And we we heard that the first half is solid. We've heard the first half is really good, of bastard. You know. Um, And there's another Netflix one. Oh well, never mind. This is unrelated. I was. I. You know what I've realized? I never finished Dota, Dragon Breath. Oh yeah. They dropped the part two and they're dropping a part three. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, Bastard part one got 6.75. I've heard good things about it. I mean, that's not a good rating right there, but I've heard good things about it. Uh, yeah, it's basically, it's, it's not, it's more of those, it's like, it's not for everyone. And why? Because it's story, because of gore, because that thing is pretty gore, gory. heavy metal. Like Screamo metal? I mean, but I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I didn't watch. <laughs> I just want to see fucking good animation. Gore is fine, you know. Yeah, nudity's fine. As long as I'm not seeing like projectile spinning fucking exorcist vomit. It, it, it's, it's an R-rated thing. Mild nudity. <laughs> needs more sex. Everything needs more sex. Yeah. All right. You ready more to wrap sex. it up? More sex. More sex. But yeah, you ready to get out of here?
Yeah, I want to go beat my meat and go to sleep. Yeah, me too. Uh, all right, we talked our we talked our cake. We ate our cake. We're full of cake. Uh, follow me on Twitter at DamienPhoenix12. Uh, you guys will follow our Twitter at TalkToKakey. Uh, we want to thank Sean for being our editor. We want to thank W2N Network and ChairShot Radio for hosting us for where you find your favorite podcast. Again, ChairShot Radio, iHeartRadio, mm-hmm. Spotify, mm-hmm. Apple Music, Audible. Mm-hmm. You name it, we're probably there. Mm-hmm. We're probably the under the desk keeping it balanced somewhere. <laughs> ah, under the desk doing some shady shit. Exactly. Uh, we have a Facebook group called Eat the Cake Anime. Uh, join that. Uh, mm-hmm. If you if you heard it through us, give us a shout. We will shout you out back. Mm-hmm. All right, your plugs. Yes, and before we continue, also shout out to our fans. Thank God for Facebook and the and the at everyone comment. We definitely got our most views thanks to that comment. Um, we've been average- people came in web most interactive. Yes, our death is definitely our most interactive show. It's one of the reasons why it lasted so long. Besides me fucking around a couple times, so our holidays. Yeah, got yeah. It. Why we're over three hours for sure, because I was fucking around and we were answering questions as a whole. But no, shout out to all the people that came through the through the chat. Again, if you're hearing this and you're listening to us, dude, stop by. Let us know. We on average, again, we normally go on live um every Thursday. Again, this is a different episode. It's a Monday episode, but most Thursdays we go on live sometime around 9 p.m. Eastern time, eight o'clock central time, that six o'clock Pacific time, somewhere around that vicinity. Um and again, we're on all of these channels that we mentioned. Um we're on um what's it called? On we mentioned all the all the 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 podcast channels, but we're also on YouTube now on W2M Network. We're on Twitter on all of our Twitters, uh, Damien Phoenix 12 at Showstopper24. That's my Twitter. Um, again, we're, we post live in the Eat the Cake group, so you can always catch us there. There are multiple avenues. YouTube, as I mentioned, uh, Twitch. Um, there are multiple avenues for you to be able to catch us. And if you can't catch us live, then you can always reach out to us um, at any of our messages. You can also go to our, our, our platforms, and you can find the replays there. Because I know on Twitter, uh, Matt and I, we definitely retweet and re- uh, our replays. Um, so you'll see that there as well. But no, if you're listening to this and you hear the interaction that we had, definitely come on live. Give us the interactions. We will talk. We will talk to you. We'll stop in the middle of the show. Like, yeah, hey, there was this that happened. And oh, what do you mean fucking this guy is? And what the fuck are you talking about? Random fan. Exactly. We'll talk to you and it'll make it onto the show, as you can tell. Um, but yeah, just real briefly, my plugs again on Twitter, S-H-O-S-T-O-P-P-A-2-4 on, on Instagram, A-I underscore anime 24. That's I anime 24. That's my po- that's my anime Instagram. My podcast Instagram is podcast dot senpai. You can follow me on there again. As Matt said, we have um, link trees on all of our socials so you can find any of our endeavors any of our podcasts any of each other's information um you'll find it there any way you can reach out to us find our stuff listen to us you'll find it fairly easy on all the stuff that we do um my analyst page is analyst.co slash s-h-o-s-t-o-p-p-a-249 um yeah i mean i'm probably missing some other plugs but that's about it Alrighty. uh until then we'll see you guys next week arigato anato faku and sayonara With bills to pay and debt piling up, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. Personal loans through NetCredit can provide funding up to $10,000 to help you get back on track financially if eligible. Our secure application process allows you to customize the terms that work for you and your budget. So check your eligibility today without affecting your credit score and help get your finances back on track. NetCredit, a more personal, personal loan. All NetCredit loans and lines of credit are offered by a member of the NetCredit family of companies or one of our lending partners. Visit netcredit.com slash partners for more information. 
At the World of Weights, getting the heavy stuff to gym owners across the world is an easy lift because they've got Salesforce Customer 360, the number one CRM. It unites their teams around all their customers, so marketing can predict what each gym needs. Ooh, the deluxe dumbbells. Sales can get the orders out. And overnight? Wow! And every employee can smash their numbers this quarter. See how uniting your teams can help you wow customers at salesforce.com slash customer 360.